Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Long Live Junto podcast. I am your host, Coach. Tonight, we've got everybody's reflection of their week, some messier than others. We've also got What Are You Made Of, Silly Putty or Lego Blocks, followed by Island Choice. So feel free to sit back, grab yourself a drink, and enjoy the podcast. issues, whatever we feel like uh, as we go through. Uh, guys, how are we doing tonight? So I would say uh, my, my wife and I went went to uh, Austin this last weekend. Um, it was crazy how different it was from, from uh, I'm trying to keep my head down into this as we're talking, but um, yeah, so when we went to Austin, it was just crazy to see how 180, uh, the, the biggest change was like when we went to LAX. So we came back from, we came, obviously we left from LAX, then came back to LAX. And, and nobody, like, you, you see some people wear, wear a mask in Austin, but for the most part, it's very optional, not a lot of people doing it. And so I felt like that was, like, such a trippy thing to see where you're seeing a lot of life back into the state and the city there. And uh, it, it just didn't feel real. It kind of felt like, whoa, I, we haven't experienced this in over a year. And uh, to see this was, it was awesome. Like, it was really cool. So uh, we had a great time in Austin. Um, and... Got to visit, had some bomb barbecue. Uh, Terry Black's for, for the guests at home. If you're ever in the, the Austin area, it's one of the best I've ever had. Some of the best margaritas, even my wife will say, um, margaritas are good. It's, uh, it's called Alma's. And uh, that place was like... Sounds good. The spicy margarita is really good. But uh, that was really good. And then I uh, came back. When, whenever you take time off of work, it's always a horrible, <laughs> horrible first week back. Or, you know, like if you take a couple of days off... On, I know uh, uh, Guichi over here will take um, weeks at a time. When you come back, yes, man, it's, it could be – it's not the best. So I came into it. It's been a, been a rough week work-wise. Um, and, uh, and to top it off, you know, the Bears just uh, stabbed me in the, the sub- <laughs> stomach again. And then uh, and I'm going to take my dog tomorrow to get uh, groomed. So nice, yeah, nice. that's my reflection. for like Make it all better. Austin basically feels like 2019. Yeah, Austin. Just like nor- like normal. Yeah, Austin felt like uh, you know what it just reminds me of is like Portland, the city of Portland. It's very like small city. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're not in a big city at all. And so, yeah. and then you just got these different people where you 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 could tell you have conservatives there, but then you also can tell you for sure have more of the liberals there. And it just is a perfect mix. It's like it's how it should be, where everybody kind of lives in harmony, lets everyone else do their thing. Nobody's you know canceling or trying to put them you know put out anyone and kind of letting them run the way they want to live their lives and i feel like that's how it should be but uh but yeah austin was it, it's a of course there's homeless people there which was the the uh they actually have a law there where um or not a law they 
the government, the city government there passed a thing where you can camp anywhere. So that's that's the it's an like so that's the the law. Like you can camp anywhere, that's right? Bold. Yeah, so you, we could go there and camp on the, anywhere we want on, on the private street. property too. Yeah, like it's really crazy. It's like, on private property too. Yeah, it's like so people were like Whoa. on McDonald's and like like weird. They're they all kind of hover in the same area, yeah. and because the sun is so blazing there, I doubt you'd want to be on like blacktop. So they're they they stay under the the uh, freeway system. Mm. Yeah. So the free they're like there's a freeway portion where. Like it was, it was like Ten City down there. It definitely wasn't like Skid Row or anything. But I would try uh, and camp near a lake or at an amusement park in in Texas. Yeah, yeah Lake Travis would be that probably definitely. Be that definitely sounds like some. Well, that definitely sounds like some Barbecue. San Francisco, <laughs> like some San Francisco Californians moved to Houston and voted for that. Oh yeah, they, I think the I was talking to a realtor that said that they they put this in and they thought it was going to solve a lot of the. Um, the problems, and if you want to hear a better part of this, is actually gave them tents, like free tents. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's so to cover it. Up. So like you, the tents are out to to give Austin some credit here. They're pretty nice tents. Like it kind of adds a lot of color under the, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. They uh, there was a guy as I'm not even kidding. We had to pass the same freeway. Their freeway entrance and exit and system is very interesting. I think it's more efficient than California's, but uh, California system, but it's uh, a two lane road. Dude. But uh, it's it's true. Uh, one of the things that I was gonna say about uh, there was a guy literally as a homeless guy and he was at the same stop. We were there for three days and he was the, at the same stop every time. We we got up, we left, we got to the airport at five thirty in the morning and that dude was there in the dark. This guy was like a straight, like this guy, you know, no coffee, just like sitting in the same like spot. A psycho. Yeah, he was he was like and I think he recognized us probably at the third time. He's like what the hell? Cuz I looked at my wife and I'm like, "Damn, I'm like this guy got that up this early to to panhandle or whatever you call it, whatever you call it." Yeah. Um I would yeah. I would try and like put all my money into like uh, a parking structure or a parking lot and then just live on that and then just charge fees like oh, yeah. as people come in. Like, fuck it. That's how LA, <laughs> dude. If you like you're uh, LA or San Francisco when you have to rent for like find any public parking there it's yeah. crazy when i worked in downtown there. la i had to buy a monthly parking pass that was over 300 dollars a month yeah see that's why like, luckily my company paid for it though that's where right. we should like when all these cities are growing we should just like buy up all these like Seriously. parking spots yeah it's, it's low like, maintenance that's a business you know there's no yeah. like really upkeep to it yeah for sure it's, i mean it's not shit dude bums take shits in the parking lot and i mean you know the rain will clear it out or something the yeah, someone will step in it and take it with them. That's I guess. our security. Like the the homeless people are our security in a way because like nobody will bother with them. True. You know True what I mean? That. Like they're just like all these even like gangsters will be like, nah, we're not gonna deal with that. I mean, what if it gets so crazy that parking empty parking lots become like that's the spaces you can actually rent out to pitch a tent as a homeless person, and then you charge them some type of like fee or like they just do services for you. It's like the new Airbnb. One. <laughs> One crack rock a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's your rent. Crazy. There, was a, there was a um, so there was this guy that I I, I followed it and it's like uh, I I followed it on Reddit and it's like loose business ideas where mm-hmm. or no I'm sorry it's future business ideas and this guy said I like, like the loose business ideas I like that yeah, one. Loose yeah that's a good one this was like really a moral where like but it, but part of it was like man this isn't a bad idea where you can, he created spaces where. You and your your significant other, or honestly any anyone, I guess, would could have sex. Like you get like we could be at Disneyland and then walk outside on the pub on the street, and he's okay. purchased land 
where it's like boxes, <laughs> where like it's like you can just lay down, and just bang inside of Jesus it. Jesus Christ! And you run by the hour, and it's like oh, it's by the hour. Yeah. Oh my like, god! And I was like, damn! I was like, that's not. That's actually now that I think about it, like you think about like, well, I wonder what the age limit is on that because like you think about kids like growing up right when they're oh, yeah. having unprotected sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't do it at home, right? Because your parents are there and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's either the car into or that. you rent a box. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's neither yeah. here or there right now. <laughs> yeah, if you think about, like, you, you went into, like, all the stuff that could go wrong with it. There's a lot of stuff that can definitely go. You see a bunch of, like, meth addicts in there. Just, like, you know what I mean? Or homeless people, they live in it. Yeah. They, and, like, there's no lights in the box. So, like, you're laying on needles or something. Oh, like jeez. It's like a you imagine? Movie? Yeah. Oh, man. Acupuncture. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Contact high. Yeah. Oh, so, Gu- hey, Guishi, how's your week been? Uh, my week's been great. It's uh, you know, it's just trucking along. Everything's going fast for uh, this. I feel like for this year, it's kind of just zooming by. Um, but yeah, everything's been going great. Uh, just been taking time to myself, relaxing, and just trying to truck away at the job, and that's pretty much it. Nothing eventful in my life. I just like to chill and stay home and hang out with the wife and. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Try and be a good husband, whatever that means. And the puppy. <laughs> and my dog. Puppy, you know what? Dog. I always forget my dog. My my good wife. She she included our dog in the in the vows, and I completely fucking forgot. So <laughs> typical guy move, man. Yeah. So for you guys out there, if you have kids or a fucking dog that means something to you, don't forget to add that in your vows, because I did. But I get a second chance yeah. at it when we get uh, uh when we have our wedding party at, in Hawaii. So the real nice. wedding. Yeah, it's like a second chance. Our real wedding date is on December 12th, so, but we're going to, you know, the wedding party is more of like a celebration and to get the family and friends out to Hawaii. In July. I want everyone next year in July, but I want everyone to get out. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a dress code for that there, is there? No, it's island vibes. Clothes. I mean, yeah, yeah, you have to wear some clothes, you know, I mean. Coconut bra and grass skirt, is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you can rock that with confidence, man, be, be my guest. So, well, you want to know some? I actually, I actually own one of each, so uh, <laughs> that's actually a plausible outfit. I don't even need to go surprise shopping. Surprise me! For. You know okay, what? That'll be my gift. You know, honestly, that doesn't surprise me at all that the coach has that. <laughs> that. But yeah, it's it's going to be a good experience for anyone, any of you guys that can make it to. Like Hawaii is just, uh, it's definitely a breath of fresh air, man. It's like the one place I've been that has humidity, but I don't get cranky in it. You know, it's. Mm. It's like, how do you get cranky in paradise? Because it literally, it does feel like that. Um, so, yeah. And I I would say to uh, to Beef's note on, like, taking a vacation, I always try and make sure, like, when I come back on vacation that I take an extra, like, I don't even think a day is enough, like, two days. Especially in the era we live in, like, you get emails constantly, right? So, like, you already have to anticipate coming back to that shit when you have to read a bunch of emails and yeah. respond to it. So like my thing is like I take it slow and I just I'll take two days off extra when I even when I, I come back from like let's say a Vegas trip I'll still have two days at home just to relax and get my shit together because even after you come back from a trip you're trying to unload unpack and, and do laundry and stuff and and there's chores to be done back at home so it's like you need that time I I feel like I always give myself that grace period and uh, I think everyone should you know like because you just need yeah. that to get your mind back into into work mode because. It's definitely a different beast when when you're going from vacation to working. So I had a question about yeah. that because yeah. you say you take you know you take a I nice do. nice long vacation. I do. If I take a long vacation, sometimes I feel like I forget how to work, and I forget how to do the job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you ever have that like? Yeah, there's a rush. Where like 
it like you're rusty like yeah. I, I don't know if you like mm-hmm. what i do is i, I process forms and stuff and yeah. get people enrolled and i'll get back from like a vacation like for like it's a i take two vacation days i'll take a friday and a monday off just a long weekend uh-huh. and i'll come back and i'll be like wait what's the what's the so, key for this <laughs> that's exactly why my tip works too is because you slowly ramp yourself back up without having to expose yourself to work like mm-hmm. if you wanted to just review your stuff before you even had to start touching it like it gets you back in that mode of like okay this is like riding a bike again for me. Because when I worked in the data centers for IT, like I'm horrible at IT in general as like a technician. Like I can't even build stuff on my own, right? Like I'm not into models or anything like that. So like being an IT tech and taking down servers, racking up servers back up, um, building them from scratch, you know, or like uh, setting up switches and routers. This is really nerdy talk, guys. But love it. Um, pretty much there's a lot to remember in IT. Like you have to use templates and scripts. And for me, like that, that was my saving grace was taking lots of good notes and just setting up templates for myself. So I looked like I knew what I was doing, but really I didn't. I just, whatever I learned, I took really good notes and I, I made that my, I call it my work Bible. Anywhere I go, any new job, any new type of vertical I work in, I always create a work Bible. Even when I worked at Sears uh, as a teenager selling TVs, I had a work Bible mm. um, where it pretty Smart. much I knew exactly who to go to when I had a problem who could help me with certain issues, who could escalate problems. Um, I also took notes of exactly how to run the cash register efficiently as well. So there's all these like different codes and cheats you could use like when you're ringing a customer up. Um, So I made sure to always take notes like that. And you know, a customer will never, especially when it was in person at Sears, I never got judged for like re-looking at my notes at all. So um, highly recommend it, so. Smart, smart. I'm, that's a good. I think that's a good tip. If I took like the extra two days, I feel like I would still uh, try to sleep until like. Eight oh or yeah, nine, that's what I'm. And then it, you know what I mean. I would have like a hard time. The emails thing is a good idea because like that's the probably the worst part about it. You'll look at your inbox and you're like, oh my god, I've got like 500 emails, you yeah. know, and you're just like, it, it's it could be even excessive of that. So I, I that almost uh, I I could see why that that would help. It's definitely tough, man, because I feel like there's just this part of life where you process and. If you can find the one career or job like that you love, or not even just love, but like you can deal with, but you're not afraid to lose, I think there's so much power in that because to what you said, like if you want to sleep in all day, like before you go to work the next day, fuck it, just do it, right? Like at the end of the day, you know you're going to do your job to the to the fullest of your ability, which is probably more than the next guy next to you, right? Like we all here work hard. So my thought is like, fuck it. Like, don't stress about it. At the end of the day, if they fire you, they fired a good worker. That's the way I see it, right? Yeah. So, and you know your skill set and you know you could pick pick up where you left off at another company. So that's that's how I try and view the world now is like, try not to work in fear because I worked like that for most of my life. I would say only in the past few years, I don't work like that anymore where I'm not trying to be driven by fear. My job. I, just, uh, <laughs> I just live up to to what I can do and I, I gotta be happy with whatever I can I can produce on my own, right? I can't live in fear and, and wonder, well, what if my manager thinks like I'm not doing enough? At the end of the day, I just can't give a fuck about that. I gotta just focus on me and, and do what's right for me, so, yeah. So true. Nice, I agree, that's, that's, I think that's, that's really good advice there, G. Yeah, thanks coach. Yeah, Nightmare Field, how about you, how was your week? Uh, it started off literally shitty. <laughs> so middle of my work middle of my work day intended. yeah this literally it was literally shitty uh, i was middle of my work day working 
working like normal. I need to use the restroom. Uh, I go in to the restroom, <laughs> and like a bubble comes up from the toilet. Like oh it went God. bloop, and I was like, "Okay, what what is that about?" <laughs> and I I grabbed the I grabbed the plunger, and I just like, "Is there like an obstruction? Like if I flush this, <laughs> is something coming back?" Like I had I had a weird feeling already. Sounds like a and scary movie. It it was <laughs> it. This is the closest my movie my life's been to a scary movie. So I go for the plunger a little bit. And like, shit, like poop comes up, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that can't have been me. <laughs> and then I, I try and flush it, and it doesn't flush, and that's when I freak out. I turn the light on, and I'm looking at the toilet, and then out of, out of the corner of my eye, I see my bathtub oh my is full of <laughs> full of sewage, and Jesus. other people. <laughs> Yeah, it was an early visit from Mr. Hanky. Com- community community <laughs> gifts. Yeah. In your so, tub. Yeah, so what had hap- what had happened was is <laughs> Did it smell like flowers? Oh no. Yeah. I, someone didn't use poopery and it was it was not good. But uh, I wonder what was eaten. Uh dude. That, that I don't wanna you know th- I don't wanna think about it. It's just science, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is nature. This is this is biology, man. Whatever you eat, you know, turns into energy and then excrement. No, but then uh so what had happened was the main sewage line was clogged with people flushing stuff that shouldn't be flushed. It's like massive turds. Well, yeah, that should be flushed. It was Full stuff. Toilet paper rolls. It was <laughs> yeah. It was stuff <laughs> like uh, non-flushable wipes, ladies, uh, ladies, um, feminine products, mm. condoms, that uh, that kind of stuff, uh. and it clogged the main sewage line and kicked it all back into my tub. And, and it was just your tub, right? I, as far as I know, it was just my tub. I, I didn't see like maintenance going back and forth between everyone else's, else's apartments so cleaning. You were the chosen one. I was the chosen <laughs> so one. You had to, to hold it. You had to hold it. Or did uh, you go to the bathroom? I went. It was it was just a number one. So oh, I went, okay, and then okay. that's when I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, luckily. Oh I man, I don't do want to think. This. Yeah, I don't. This is not me. I swear to God. I think this is the fifth time, <laughs> in a, fifth podcast in a row we've talked about the toilet. Yeah, well, we speak it. We speak it into existence. It's not yeah, my fault that happened. The streak alive. Yeah, this this one yeah. actually like streak. This might be the one time where it was the most natural. Yeah, it's like, like you know, it wasn't like there. a situation where like we're talking about what if or like yeah, this, like, this is yeah. like this happened to yeah, me. Yeah, shitty situation. Yeah, and uh, so what happened was the uh, the maintenance people came and they 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 cleared out the the block in the main line and my 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 uh, my tub drained and. But there was still like a, a slime of people's shit in my tub, and I called the <laughs> like I was calling the the leasing office like, can you send maintenance over here to deep clean? And I want you to pay for like a deep clean of this tree of my, fifty. Yeah, it's, it's, I would <laughs> I would have paid tree fifty, but they sent the maintenance guy over, and he all he came over was with like a Windex bottle <laughs> full of. Full of like it was like this like where it's like mixed with water, but it was like it's like yeah it's like generic disinf it was called disinfectant like it was like not not even brand name, Kirkland and he brand. was in there for like five minutes and he nice. came out and he didn't even ha- use half of the half of the squirt bottle and it, I just knew it like I looked in it's still it still smelled it still had like a little bit of grime on it and I was like this isn't good enough so like I went and bought a bunch of cleaning supplies deep cleaned it as like. This is the deepest clean I've ever done a bathroom, and I, I think even even Beef would be proud That's of, good, man. of <laughs> how much of how much bleach and Ajax and 
<laughs> so, you, you even drink it like halfway. You're just like, <laughs> I need to test this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But uh, after after Monday, you my put mother, like a ton of Drano into the drain. I did. Like, I did Drano. Yeah, I put Drano. Yeah. Oh, just to put to just if, to ensure. Yeah, because I didn't want anything kicking kick back. Because I knew that stuff went down the drain. It destroys but I don't the know. piping. I, they deserve it. Dude, what's going to stop that from happening again, though? You know, because now you know you're the main pipe that if yeah. something like that happens. You know, I didn't think you. about that until you just said really, that. Because really, they didn't solve the. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they fixed the problem temporarily, but they, it's not solve solve. You know what I mean? They, they sent an email to the to the apartment saying, "Don't flush that kind of stuff." Yeah. So yeah. that's going to help. Yeah. Well, shit. Since they did that, you know it's never going to happen again. Yeah. No, yeah. People listen. Uh, yeah. You just like run through the hall uh, if it happens gee, again. Yeah. You just like kick well, no, I did that door well, with a Johnny Jolter that we talked about yeah. like three episodes ago. <laughs> you're just like squirting shit all over. Well, you, like, I did. And just, like, squirt I did run through the halls. So when I was, when... <laughs> listen, listen. So when I when I went to the restroom, uh, I noticed I heard flushing up up in the because the stop um, flushing. The, were you here? Because that's exactly what I said. Oh Please, God, no. So the, the apartment above us is like is directly above us, like the same floor plan and everything. So their bathroom is right above my bathroom. Dude. And I heard them flushing, and I knew that they're like, they didn't know that it, why it wasn't flushing. But every, oh but every time they flushed, that bubble that came out of my toilet, it came through. Oh it came through. So I was like, oh, so funny. it has to do something with, be something to do with, um, Whoever's flushing above me. So I ran out, ran up the stairs, and was pounding on my updoors. Oh like, my God. Stop flushing. It's kicking everything. And I was like on the phone with the leasing office. They like, keep flushing it. <laughs> <laughs> I come back and my, my, uh, my bathroom's just flooded. Dude. Oh, man. It reminds me of Jumanji for some reason. It reminds me of the ride on Universal. You know how you stop? I've <laughs> never up? been. I've never been to Universal. You've never been? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's when you're the on Jurassic that, Park the, ride? Amp, the, the train ride, the Amtrak ride or whatever. And it takes you around Universal Studios and shows you like behind the scenes. It shows you. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the VIP. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a part where the, oh, you yeah, stop yeah. by the river. That's in Beverly Hills the, Cop. Yeah, and the yeah. water is coming down. And yeah. it, it, like you get that sense of panic like, oh shit, is the water yeah, actually going to reach us? The stairs, yeah. right? Yeah, it comes and the, the water stairs, is the yeah. water going to come yeah. down and like overflow the tram too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so like that's what I imagine yeah. his like panic if, mode. If <laughs> that's I, where you want. The go. river's coming. If I hadn't, if I hadn't seen anything or I hadn't gone to the bathroom, my I was when I noticed, I noticed my my bathtub was still filling. It oh would have. God, it dude, would have. Scary. It would have. And where my... do you like throw that water at that point? Like, there's nowhere to put it. Uh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> but, Seriously, because you back up a toilet, you can literally like you could get that water. Poured in like the sink or something, you know, or whatever you can. Yeah, I would do outside in the Ugh, the. Yeah. Damn, dude. Like yeah, you're getting a bucket. You're getting buckets. That's that how point. my yeah. That's how my week started. Nice. So. I did uh, After. <laughs> after that, it was good. I had a couple. I had a couple successful video game streams. Played some Warzone. Played nice. some uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, that yeah, was, you did. Oh man, I definitely am rusty online. There are some really good people online, and with. With Super Smash Brothers, it's not like Call of Duty where there's um, you can pub stomp or like play against like bad players and sometimes play against good players. Mm. There's a ranking system, and mm. if you're on a if you're on a tear and your your rankings going up, you're gonna start going against way better people. That's and it's if once you hit a certain threshold, those people are professionals or they're training to be professionals, and they are really good and they stomped me. And I was not ready for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, work uh, end of the month is usually busy, is busier. So 
that's actually good for me. I can make bonus. That's always fun. Get a couple extra dollars in the, in the checking account. Uh, yeah, that was that. That was my week. By um, the way, today's payday or tomorrow for some people. So yay. Not me. Next week. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I'm definitely one of those people looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, coach. How about you? Uh, my week's been good. It's uh, I mean, it's end of the month now, like uh, G had mentioned. So uh, end of April means uh, college students everywhere are uh, frantically scurrying around to finish last-minute projects and study for finals, uh, which means uh, a lot of my athletes are doing that right now. So uh, I'm getting text messages left and right uh, asking about changing times or adjusting times because they have a group project that you know has only been assigned since January, um, <laughs> but it still hasn't gotten done yet. So. Uh, you know, that shit has to get done before finals. And then, uh, thankfully there's only two, there's only like a week and a half left of school. Uh, and then it's like officially summer. Um, not that like that means anything for me for work, but, um, you know, then a lot of my kids will go home and it'll just be kind of like open hours in our weight room. And it's kind of like that now. Um, we've got, uh, it's just kind of been working with kids schedules and getting everybody prepared for a lot of kids going home. We have uh, our football team has got a playoff game to go to the national title game this weekend. Nice. So if they win, they'll uh, they'll be going to the national title game. That's cool. So I'll be uh, good I'll, job. That's how that's ending. I'll be spending that cheering on and losing my voice screaming at that game. That's awesome, man. But yeah, uh, yeah. Other than that, it's been a pretty good week. It's uh, nothing. Nothing bad happened. I haven't had any, uh, you know, bathtub full of shit. Uh, so I can't Literally really and figuratively. <laughs> Yeah, I I really can't complain on that on that. At I went all. duty. Yeah. <laughs> Even if something would have happened, I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, uh, nightmare fuel takes a cake. I that can't. was horrifying. I can't with that. Like, yeah, the poop cake. Like I have ants at my place that I cannot kill. Yeah. but that, I'll that's trade you. at least yeah. That's, they all of a sudden don't seem so bad. Problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Nightmare would have taken ants over uh, other people's shit any day. Yeah. I'm pretty they... sure I live on an ant farm. I've killed like five colonies so far. So <laughs> I've even helped other neighbors by killing their ants. You know? Really? Yeah. yeah. Do you My think dad... of Bugs Life when you kill them? Yeah, or ants. The movie. Yeah, I think of ants too. Like when they go to war. Fuck yeah. Like dude. they're going to war with you. Yeah. Yeah. The grasshoppers. Jen crack. Jen gets a crack. Well, my wife, but she gets a crack out of it because. Uh, like, I'm literally talking to those ants. Like, I'm like, yeah, take that bait, bitch. You're going to take that yeah, to your yeah. queen, and she's going to fucking die. Like, or I'm spraying them down, like, telling them to die, you know? Like, yeah. Ants are definitely my biggest. I I, I hate them. Like, I just hate them. You can give them I mean, spiders, jokes on you if you speak but... English. <laughs> oh. We're losing yeah. this camera. Keep going. I'm going to fix this camera real quick. Oh, okay. What? So, do you, you you battle you battle ants? You're battling ants on the daily at your place. Yeah, I mean, sometimes like we had issues where they're inside the house and they're coming through like all the crevices and stuff. And I eventually got rid of those. And then we have a small dog, so they're kind of going after the dog food. So we moved oh, the dog food more closer to the front door. Um, so now we don't have like ant issues anymore. But now like the ants are in the garage. So now I'm having to like battle those, and ah, it's just annoying, man. Ants are just. They're just a pain in the butt, you know? They're everywhere, and, like, they just don't go away. So I, I can't stand them. Ants are probably, like, my biggest pet peeve as far as insects go or anything with a large amount of quantities. So 
uh beef and i are going through the matrix right now but we're still here with the, with the the chat and twitch stream so yeah it kind of reminds me of uh it kind of reminds me of the scene in the original uh willy wonk or yeah willy wonk and the chocolate factory where they're oh, going yeah. through like, like, like the candy bar or whatever yeah through the through the, the yeah, ride through, like, is the, growing vortex yeah, or whatever it's the camera it's totally just it's crapping out right now let me uh i'm gonna see if i can unplug it that's a lot of crap in a week for you there nightmare story of my life well well nightmare nightmare story oh, that no. out let's uh it's taking over the whole thing <laughs> yeah, cause I, I, I think uh morpheus might be trying to reach out to us yeah. all right i'll take the blue pill are you the one yeah. oh the red one. <laughs> oh, the red one the blue one the story ends yeah, no, I want to find I'll out take what the happened. Blue one. <laughs> God, I hope it's just. I hope it is just the. But yeah, I, it's funny because like I have the ant like pebble stuff you can lay around your yard, and then yeah. so that's like a barrier around our place. Then I have like okay. different types of sprays. Then I have like two different types of traps. I have like the green one that pops up, and then I have the clear ones. The clear ones I think are the most effective. Yeah. So, if anyone has AM problems, I, I mean, you can use. <laughs> if you need recommendations yeah. on how to get rid. Of <laughs> Clear AM traps work really my, well. My dad uses the pebbles, and they work really well. Really, yeah. I've, I've well, you know what? I can't deny it. It's worked on the outside, but you can't lay them inside. So that's my problem. Is like, inside the foundation of the house, I think there's ant colonies. So I've just been killing them off slowly. Yeah, I mean, you could go old school and just use a good old magnifying glass. <laughs> oh man, one by one. I don't know about that one. Dude, I even even have this thing that's like a glue stick. And pretty much where if you can find the crevice they're coming from in your house, it kills the ants. Like it's like the slime that kills the ants. And it can kill the queen when they take it back. But it also seals off the area where they're coming through. It works. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did it in the kitchen and in my upstairs bathroom. And it completely solved the problem. Yeah. Well, while we're – I guess we're still – we're good now. I mean, we're, still, but... we're still we're still working with the camera here, but we'll go ahead. We got it. Uh, we got our our Junto question of the week this week. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump right into there. Uh, so the Junto question of the week, um, I will I'll explain it. We'll go we'll go over it, and then I actually will um, I'm going to nom- nominate myself to go first oh. um, because this, the second week kind of we kind of decided on this question. Um, I had a couple of people in mind. And there's actually an individual that I kind of wanted to look into a little bit further um, in uh, getting his and how, how he fits into this Junto question. It's someone that I've just kind of seen for a long time. Um, and it's really, um, I think it's a really good story. And uh, I think he, he promotes a lot of positivity, at least the stuff that I've seen. I haven't seen like really like negative stuff uh, online. And I just happened, I happen to catch his stuff all the time on like Facebook when you go down that rabbit hole of like the little videos. But uh, so Junto question for the week. It reads as is. Have you lately heard how any present rich man here or elsewhere got his estate? So I'll say it again. Have you have you lately heard how any present rich man here or elsewhere got his estate? So my um, my person. What's that? Jerry Epstein. Jeffrey. Je- <laughs> oh, uh, is it Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, his brother Jerry's like, don't drag me into this shithole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Ben and Jerry's. laughs> 
He's like, I've stayed underneath the radar for so long. Yeah. He's still uh, he doesn't even have a parking ticket. Like he's just so like by the book. Yeah. Like... Well, now he just got fired from his job and now his life is ruined. So <laughs> canceled. Um, so the individual that I that I chose that I actually wanted to I actually wanted to read a little bit more about. Um, and I kind of knew a little bit about his history um, just from the stuff that he's promoted um, on Facebook videos and stuff like doing conferences. And um, he's kind of, I don't know, people might want to say like guru or uh, an influencer on social media of some sort. Um, but his name is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm, yep. um, I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yep. Did everyone know, knows Gary V. Okay, so well, explain, Gary, it, explain explain it to someone like that that may not know who he is. Okay, so Gary you know, was uh, everyone uh, knows, but just explain it to, to people who don't yeah. know. Even yeah, so Gary, so, so looking into his stuff, he's um, he's a huge huge entrepreneur. He's uh, he wasn't born in the U.S. He was born in the Soviet Union. Um, basically, uh, you know the stuff that I how I came to find him, or I guess I came to see his stuff was, you know he. Uh, not only is he like he just like the biggest Jets fan I think that I've ever met um, and seeing that, but he, you know, he's very big into helping others kind of like create this like mindset um, and these ideas about like how they want to go after and be an entrepreneur themselves. Like this mindset of like creating a business or operating a business. Um, I've seen a couple of videos of his where he talks to um, he talks to employees of his and he talks about, hey, like, you know, you guys work for me or we're working on this business here. This is how I ha I came up with this idea. And this is how we've morphed this business. And, like, this is how we treat our customers. This is how we, uh, you know, started becoming more successful. This is how we stay successful. Um, he's also talked with some other individuals that have started their own businesses. And he kind of has, like, the ins and outs of, you know, where they went. But he's also, I mean, he brings on other people who talks to them about, you know, the, the road that they want to make their businesses successful and basically pouring like all you have in there. So he just, he essentially started with his family business that he took over. Um, and it was, you know, it was a, su a successful business and in the late nineties, early two thousands, just absolutely, you know, ran off with the business in terms of how much money they were bringing in, um, you know, changed the name, he launched online sales, so it was a whole thing in the early 2000s to um, to start doing these online sales for their wine, their liquor business or their wine businesses. Uh, he launched he launched a webcast on YouTube that covered their wine, so he was huge into like this beginning of the um, of like the web era for getting reaching like you know a wide a variety of people across uh, the nation. And just one of his um, some of his stories about how. Um, he expanded, he created, you know, really good contacts, really good relationships with people and took care of customers. And in a lot of instances in some of the stories that he tells us, like it's led to a lot more business because of that word of mouth. He got, you know, really good business practices and overall um, has just been a really successful individual um, building his own brand and, you know, making sure these businesses are run. So that was, that was kind of a guy that like, you know, reading some of this stuff, um, obviously, I mean, now he's kind of sold off, um, he, they've he's some of the stuff that he's co-founded has been sold off like uh i think he sold one of his uh, businesses um or brands off to like constellation brands which is like a huge conglomerate like for um alcohol business that's where a lot of uh like craft breweries get sold or end up selling off to 
for huge amounts of money. So, um, you know, he's made he's made quite a bit of quite a bit of coin in his day um, off his business. But yeah, just kind of getting to look into that a little bit um, was something I actually really wanted to. So, what it, what about him that if you could mirror? I mean, I guess learning from him because um, in the spirit of that question too, like what what are what are things that you could apply to your life that you know he's done? Because essentially, you know, if you're if you're getting this no uh, person about how they conduct their business, you can apply it yeah. a, lot, a lot to how you carry your own life. You know, so what, what would yeah, be, based on what you um, you've watched? I just think like I mean, some of the some of the stuff that I've listened to him talk about is just like how involved and in how his like his thought process of how to take care of the consumer for your business. You know, he he points out in some of his stuff like this is my, this is the person I'm targeting. This is like what this person is made of. This is usually the demographic. This is how they're made up. He's like, if I can, you know, like what's going to make me successful in this and really like understands how to break down people and really knows how to like actually like attract and get out to people in that sense. Um, Specifically one of his wine businesses that I've seen is, you know, making sure that personally dealing with customers when they were first starting off, and really establishing connections and relationships and making it a personal uh, endeavor for those people really made a huge impact and making it personal for those people like and led to other big customers or bigger customers. You know, they, they noticed how well their friends were getting treated by a certain business and how great the process was. So now these people actually had deeper pockets ended up coming over to this guy for their business because of how well like word of mouth like traveled and how well he was treating people that he knew. So it's like, you know, you never know where the next thing's going to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of something that I'm going through just like for my work. It's like, you never know. Uh, I was actually told by one of my mentors, you never know when you're going to meet your next boss. Um, mm-hmm. And I've kind of tried to keep that in terms of like making connections and being personal with people and mm-hmm. uh, doing that. So uh, that's also something I've just seen from him from a business standpoint. That's so um, I really want to reflect because like you really never know who knows who, especially in my business, you know, a lot of people have contacts and know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just never know when you're going to meet that next person that might be looking at your resume for a job offer next time. Mm-hmm. So that's seven degrees kind of thing. Everyone yeah. kind of knows each other. Like yeah. You're, yeah. You're con- we're connected to people and you just don't know how, like there's different ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and now I'm going to do a motivational speaker too. So I like that he gives it oh, to people absolutely. straight. Like that's what I really like about him. He, you know, he brings it back to basics most of the time for people, and he just gives it to them straight. Like if they're making excuses, he'll just call them out on it. Absolutely. He actually no, he's very straightforward. He was actually at our uh, Zoom Palooza. Uh, I don't want to. Oh, really? I don't want to go too much into. It was, yeah. Not when I was there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the you but I don't want to too much. Yeah, but you I but. Shot. Uh, he, he was he was very good. We had a lot of uh, we had a IT conference that uh, go, uh, go Goichi. Sorry, I think I've I started getting buzz from uh, nightmares uh, drink. I'm a heavy um, pour. I give I'm a and, I've uh, got a gentle pour. And uh, but yeah, he was he That's did a really awesome. good job. Yeah, he was he happened to be there. So he, I actually read one of his books. So he's um, I, I do like him a lot for, for sure. Yeah. Very cool. I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna do this a little bit different. Usually I would. I mean, usually we've been we've been like randomly or maybe not so randomly subconsciously picking out somebody i want to take who wants to volunteer i'm going to take a volunteer for I this one i was going to go gonna... I, yeah. I, my, I think mine uh is similar to him in a way but uh in a different 
similar in how they, how they carry themselves. But uh, Joe Rogan is the one I was gonna do. Um, so nice. I don't know if you guys ever, if you guys saw, but recently Spotify just announced like they just made a killing with Joe Rogan. Yeah, like it just got announced. Got his earnings in or mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a crazy amount of money, right? And Spotify took a big chance on him um and vice versa right like yeah. it, he him yeah, i would him, say the opposite, yeah i would right? say the like opposite yeah. well yeah. i i would say for spotify too because you 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 look at how much money they had to invest in him off the bat to get mm-hmm. him to to be secluded to isolate to that to that yeah. you know what i mean like and that's a lot Wasn't of money it, but with joe rogan you know like the return's going to be there right yeah i guess i guess like the, there's less risk but i I'd like imagine i'd bet i bet money though like even joe rogan was like coming hot with that money he's like hey i, I want a lot you know yeah. Yeah. and YouTube it's like huge like people switching platforms is that's a big deal yeah because that that's a big thing that i exclusive. think about because yeah, i because sure. i watch i i've been listening to podcasts for the last i think about the last five years and i always go to apple right mm-hmm. but joe rogan we go to spotify i didn't even think twice wow. literally like moved and and that's honestly because of that actually spotify did a kudos to spotify too um i i've been listening to other podcasters on spotify now also because we are on spotify hey spotify <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but hey. <laughs> we'll switch platforms that's spotify one, yeah. that's a good one we're basically like joe rogan Maybe, didn't yeah. you have yeah. tm up for that i was gonna say yeah that was he's, our marketing, he's our marketing guy okay, i was looking at the wrong camera drink <laughs> you gotta make <laughs> that drink stronger next time okay yeah but that's what it takes <laughs> um, no yeah. lemonade only rum yeah like, it'd be funny you don't, you don't it's like a placebo effect you don't ever put any alcohol in it and i'm still like i'm still like just getting sauce oh man what i like about joe rogan and i mean everybody i no introduction but joe rogan has a um you know the joe rogan experience but fear factor uh ufc i mean there's so many different com uh stand-up comedian but so many different avenues that he has um you know uh, revenue streams coming in from and i can imagine he's a heavy investor on top of it he was only a co-host by the way on ufc when he first started yeah, and that's that's the other thing too. Is like, it's amazing what markets he's in. Um, but what I what I would say, because I, I and I'm gonna make this short and sweet. But what I liked about him the most is uh, going off of what I've learned about Joe Rogan and why why I think, and you could apply this to like The Rock too, because I think about The Rock as oh, well. Yeah. Is that they're very likable and then they're willing to just take chances like on everything. Like they're mm-hmm. The Rock's The Rock has like has said that, but uh, Joe Rogan will take chances and everything, and then he's very likable like where um he lets he gives people safe places to speak their mind he speaks his mind too and sometimes it's not appreciated by you know the media or or, um a a group of people but he always when he lets people on Mm -hmm. he's very good about letting people speak their mind and like i think that's so important for our world not just from um from a business standpoint because i think he's a he's almost like uh, going against the grain on on his approach right now especially where people are taking more of a side on you know on politics and stuff and so i feel like he's doing a really good job at letting people speak what they need say what they need to say mm-hmm. and that's so important i think like that's it's such an opposite business strategy um and it's working and it works too because they say things that potentially you can market a lot more you know especially having both sides of the aisle on and not just having one yeah, yeah one free, one viewpoint yeah. he's having yep. you know right people on the right people on you know pe- people on the far right people on the left people that are far left he's having everyone on he wants to hear their 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 story and what what they believe i mean even at we just said it, edward snowden who's not even a left or right right like what mm-hmm. he did was you know some people are like oh anti-american and it's like more you read about him and i've, I've read his book uh recently and it's but he, he has people like that on there super american yeah well yeah it, 
yeah, depending on how you depending define, on how you look at define it, define yeah. democracy and all that. But mm-hmm. but going back to Joe Ro- Joe Ro- with uh, in comparison to Gary is is their ability to just kind of throw. Um, I mean, business, especially in their shoes, like just throwing shit at the wall is like uh, what most I feel like salespeople do. Um, what I've observed, but when you're especially doing your own business and uh, you're an entrepreneur, like. I mean, that's what we're doing here. I mean, we're, we're trying so many different things every week you guys are on here. We're, we're kind of just throwing shit at the wall and hoping, you know, it, it attracts people to want to, to view us or, or appreciate our brand. And, um, so I, I, I think, um, applying that to the, you know, long live Junto, I, I, I think about people like Joe Rogan and, and Gary V too, like keeping it positive, keeping it about friends and fun. Cause that's a part of our mission. And then, um, and then also, you know, the, the ethical side of things where I think there's an ethical standpoint from Joe Rogan where acceptance is just such, I mean, we, we just talked personally before this, uh, Goichi and I did about, you know, not putting guilt on others and, and how important acceptance is. And, um, and I think that's his, a good business strategy is acceptance. Like acceptance is so, it's so rare. Um, and uh, I appreciate that from Joe Rogan. So I wanted to, I, I brought him up, but yeah, uh, I, point. Yeah. he's a, he's a really good example. That's a good example. For sure. G nightmare. Who wants to volunteer to go third, and who's gonna get stuck with four? <laughs> uh, I don't have a particular person. I guess. I guess I'll jump in. I don't have a particular right. person. Um, it's kind of it's kind of more of a like a meme. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw about the Josh fight. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it, that was kind of like it started out as a meme, but they raised a bunch of money for <laughs> for uh, Children's Hospital, and oh that's cool. And they, the the little oh, the, yeah. the little kid that that uh that won the josh fight he actually was treated at that hospital that they what? donated the money to i did not yeah. know that yeah so i thought that like that's just something that i heard of like where an estate was given out and i thought that was really cool cool of uh it's kind of like the internet finally doing something positive yeah yeah, yeah i know they do positive things it definitely but wasn't shined on the way you just spoke about it though yeah it was yeah yeah it was one of one of the shining moments in, in cool. internet history of like in society too. yeah like and, and it was like totally like fun loving like I, I didn't hear any negative not like mm-hmm. there was you know hundred i think there were hundreds of people there and like you know spider-man yeah spider-man there were That's so cool power to the people man yeah and it's like don't, don't you wish you had the name josh when nope. you were <laughs> i'm fine with mine yeah. but yeah. We, I, yeah. I personally know josh and he said he would have taken out that kid if you would oh, yeah. known about that, yeah, like there's a lot of Josh's that like they would have been out for blood. That, dude, I'm yeah. going to the final stages. Yeah. I don't You're care going what down. kids there. Well, it's like when you played a uh, paintball, where like you get hit and you just wipe it off. And you're just like, <gasps> I don't know what kind of paintball games you've been playing, bro. But there's you. an honor code there. Yeah, yeah. That, dude, there's so many people though, like where they'd wipe it off. That's how I felt like uh, the I Josh would walk, fight would be. I, I'll be out of the game. I will walk up to you and I'll I'll blast you, dude. You were into you were yeah, into, I've, into, seen, uh, I've seen beef play Air, paintball airsoft. before. Airsoft, yeah. yeah, I did both paintball and airsoft. Paintball first, then airsoft. Did you see him about so. to go like full vigilante on that? Like he was like, oh yeah, he's about to go Gattaca <laughs> execute him. <laughs> Yeah, that that's my. I didn't really. I haven't really seen anybody, you know, get their their huge estate. But like that, I feel like that story was. That was a cool one. Was yeah. a, was. Really I think that's cool. a really, that's a really good story. Too. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew about that, but I didn't know like. That yeah, there was like a lot of like cool. they raised a bunch of money and like. That's they, awesome. So the original coordinates were like was somebody's private property, uh-huh. and they the whoever owned that private property was like, you can't do it here, but here's the coordinates to to the this park that you guys can all go to. And like he put it up on his on his property and like 
it was like just down the street, I guess. And it was it was really cool. Can like, you imagine everyone, the hotels? God. Like all the hotels were like everybody yeah. that was checking in. It was like my name's Josh. This Josh that <laughs> Josh that. Like you know what I mean? Just like, they have a hockey that just says Josh. Josh, yeah. But they were been like, you know what I mean? What are the s- statistical odds that? It was just like Josh, 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 everyone, Josh. Everyone's a Josh. Josh yeah. Yeah. Everyone just keeps taking yeah. everyone's room. Yeah. I think like, I saw a, I saw a stat. There were like, I think only like, there was only like 65 Joshes that showed up out of like the 100, you know, some That's people. still a good amount. Though. Yeah. yeah. That's, especially if you can get, where, where exactly, where was it? Uh, It was in like Nebraska or something. Oh, my It was God. in the middle of nowhere. It was yeah. in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Those 65 Joshes traveled. Uh, yeah. One of them's from like, like uh. I had a brain uh, fart. The original one was the original. <laughs> How fart. much liquor? Well, yeah. dude, I had like not, a brain fart. Not much. But uh, the original one was from uh, who sent the message was from uh, Arizona. Oh wow. Yeah, and then I think one showed up from the original place, the like the original Josh Swain. The the, the full name is Josh Swain. Mm. The guy he like pulled a bunch of Josh Swains in the. I saw the yeah I saw the text. That yeah. text yeah that yeah, started so, it all. So the original Josh Swain and then the Nebraska or wherever it was held Josh Swain. They did a um a rock paper scissors to see who was the original or the 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 OG, or the uh, the only real Josh Swain, which was I thought that was funny. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I guess pass it over to G. Yeah, uh, how about you, G. Yeah. So for me, I don't have anyone particular, but the one I would say is uh, In and Out, the family who mm. privately okay. owns In and Out, and unfortunately, uh, that family has passed away. Martinez now, I think, right? I can't. Yes, because yeah. she's married. So yeah. the daughter of. Uh, from the royalty of like the in and out people who founded them. Mm-hmm. Um, the daughter still runs the business. And um, from what I know, from what I read, and I'm sure Beef knows a lot about them too, uh, the daughter didn't change a damn thing. And that's the one thing, th- that's the reason why I'm choosing in and out is like it's a family ran business, but they were never corrupted or bought out by bigger corporations. Like they did it their way. They ran the business their way and it's, it's generated success, success over year after year. Um, and, and to me, it only grows bigger and bigger. But the one thing I love about In-N-Out is like the way that family approached their business model was, in my eyes, that's what I would want to do in a business. You create something simple and not necessarily unique, but just simple and clean and like at, with excellent service. So it always starts with uh, the staff, in my opinion, right? Like obviously you have to have a good product, but in order to have a good product, you have to have a good staff to execute on that product. So, like, to me, like, whenever you go to most In-N-Outs, like, you're always going to get great service. Um, rarely do you get a meal messed up, and usually the people are working their asses off there. Um, I I can't even think of a fast food restaurant where I've seen harder workers working at a fast food restaurant than In-N-Out workers. Um, and, and so, in return, um, I don't know if that's still the same today, but growing up as a teenager, like, that was, like, your go-to place. Like, if you wanted to to do well like as a teenager and, and like have a good job at a fast food restaurant in and outs like the king um out here in southern california anyways um where like you'll get good benefits you'll get good pay and you're you're literally getting paid for how hard you work in a sense um i've never worked at in and out so like people that worked at in and out probably say i could get i should have got paid double but um at the time when i was growing up like you would get paid a lot more than minimum wage at in and out like a double Just, double yeah, like a double double salary, you know. So, um, also, I've heard like managers get paid really well there too. So, um, oh, yeah. it, it was just you know, it's just a good company. They take care of their employees. They understand that that's you know that's the face of their company. But the other highlight is like their menu, man. Like they haven't changed a damn thing on that menu, and it's just stayed the same. And I think that's 
it's it's kind of like one of those things it's like it's not like mcdonald's or burger king it's when you go to in and out you know what you're going to get you know the quality you know how good it's going to taste like you can reminisce with that thought but when you go to like in and out or you go to burger king or mcdonald's it's like are my fries going to be cooked all the way are they going to be cold is my burger going to be all messed up is it going to be missing pickles like when you go to in and out you don't worry about that like Yes, they have a simple menu, but they also have like this catering service where like if you want something special on your burger or your fries or whatever your drink, like they'll make it for you. And I think like going that little extra mile makes you unique and it makes people want to come back because it's like a simple menu, but you can still have it your way. So it, it makes almost like a special experience experience for that customer. Um, so, yeah, definitely in and out is my top choice there. I like yeah. their uh, system, too, because. They're, uh, have you ever watched yes. how they do, um, uh, it's very similar to the McDonald's way of, I mean, if you ever seen, everyone, I know a lot of people, I don't know if anyone at home seen the founder, but it goes over the McDonald's brothers of how they, they analyze the system in which they would make the burger and the fries, mm-hmm. but in and out is still carries a lot of that same strategy because they're, they have such a huge demand of, you know, anyone that goes to in and out. I mean, even when we were in Austin, the, the line was crazy. It was crazy, like how out the door, like how the. So I always appreciate the. Uh, there's a lot I appreciate about it now, but the system too is another one where you're just like, the system keeps it going. Where even though you have to wait in that damn line, you're still like, okay, I'm still getting at a reasonable time. It's efficient. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, the crazy thing, is, and like when you're talking about uh, their, like how well they pay, and it, you start you start at a certain rate. And every time you learn something new, you get a pay raise, like See, immediately. That, like you're rewarded for. Yeah, like you're actually rewarded. That's for, so rare for learning. Like, and it definitely teaches you, you know, responsibility and stuff. Uh, someone I actually worked with. Uh, my first job was McDonald's. Uh, I was that was one. Respect. I was one of those Respect. people. Uh, one of the one of the one of the girls I uh, worked with uh, still works for In and Out today. Wow. She she uh, she left she left uh, McDonald's for In and Out and she still works there today. Mm-hmm. And wow. uh, I think she's a, I think she's some kind of manager. Nice. They actually they actually sent her up to uh, Colorado for that. Remember? I don't know if you heard about the one that opened in Colorado. It had like a 16-hour line. Yeah. 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 They Damn. they sent her they In and Out sent her up, paid paid for her hotel room, paid for her travel. It. And they had her working the mm. Colorado until it kind of calmed down, and they sent her back. That's kind of where I feel like In-N-Out's losing it. It it stayed to stayed true to like Southern California for a mm. while, you know. Mm. And then it's like it, it's now they're spreading. I mean, no disrespect, and maybe this is a little bit of jealousy too, where it's like starting to spread to all these states. This is mine. But... Yeah, because w- when we were in Austin too, I was like, because there's Whataburger or Whataburger. Yeah, is the is the Texas like pride, gotcha. right? Ever and so. My wife stopped us from getting that, unfortunately, so I couldn't compare. I know it, was, it really bugged me out because I was going to get a Whataburger at, like, 12, and then an In-N-Out there to, like, that try to. That sounds like the greatest plan ever. I know, yeah. doesn't it? Like, Damn, it, it's exactly, like, it, we just needed the White Castle somewhere. Or, oh, like, my, around oh my God. You, you know what I mean? Like, I just. That would have been the ultimate, like, it, trifecta. Yeah, oh see what I'm saying? God. Like, it's definitely worth. You could have literally filmed that interaction. Yeah, yeah. that's that exactly. Co- yeah, and she. Because that's just, an experience you will not get, like. Yeah, yeah the, 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 it's like a Bermuda Triangle of perfection. So, <laughs> Coach actually, he said he had a Whataburger yeah. out there. And yeah, as someone who's had Whataburger and has had In-N-Out, like I'll take In-N-Out every day of the week. Wow. Okay. I've heard. What's, so I I know a Texan, and they say Whataburger kills In-N-Out. So I. So I. All I, the Midwest I, people they say Whataburger is way better than In-N-Out. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I've heard that too. Yeah, it's so. like so it must be. The other thing too is like what what G had po- pointed out was that 
in and out i feel like the quality has gone down a little bit so maybe if if like I they had it at a different time too. if they had it when we were kids maybe you know it would blossom because my, my dad like grew up in chicago and he uh so white castle right that was that was mm. big there and so i white when i asked my dad about it when we watched harold and kumar it was simple it's like when you go to her or when you go to Harold and Kumar, when you go to, when you go to Harold and Kumar, uh, when you go to uh, White Castle, you essentially are like, it's exactly like what the, the movie hit on the head. You're, my dad said it's stoner food. And so you order a ton of these little burgers. And so I had the honor of eating it with my dad and uh, it is not good at all. But <laughs> when you walk, you leave though, it, if it does the job, it's like McDonald's. It like does the job. When you left, my, there's this taste that's on your mouth that I can't explain that not, not even in and out does where like it stays on your mouth the rest of the day like the microwave burger won't come out of your taste uh. like but it's it's kind of like that but it's like a good taste it's like a little like it's like a cheese but like a little mm. fat like there's this like and then we were driving and probably my dad, chemicals my dad was like you taste that and i was like yeah he's like that's it <laughs> i feel like different <laughs> things do have like different yeah. quality so like Probably oh, it like, gets worse as yeah, the, like, yeah. So, like, so probably like White the Castle in Chicago is really good, right? Yeah. Or like oh, yeah, yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Like I've I have a buddy out there and he told me he's like, the like Popeyes. We're talking about Popeyes. Yeah. And he's like, dude, it is the yeah, best. It's like out it's here. like a little literally. I didn't like, believe him, but like you think about it, it has to be really good out there, right? Yeah. Because I mean, that's literally the commercial, right? Yeah. Popeye's chicken is like, yeah. a lady from Louisiana. You so. can't screw up Cajun food in Louisiana. Yeah, I can't imagine. They have like crawdad or something. You won't live. Yeah. The fun, like the one thing I thought was funny that what we were talking about in and out is that like their menu, it's it's burgers and fries and shakes. Yeah. And like that's what McDonald's used to be, and like they McDonald's they expanded their menu. They mm-hmm. got chicken nugget, you know, salad. Yeah. But in and out, in and out, they're sticking they're sticking to their guns. We have burgers, fries, and shakes. I like, think it's because they're smaller too. Like they're you know McDonald's is global, right? So, like, I think when McDonald's Corporation people are thinking about it, they're like, we got to cater to everybody in the world. Yeah. So they think about, well, I think, like, when you go to, like, uh, a McDonald's in Japan, I've never been, but I'm assuming there's some type of twist there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when you go to one in uh, McSushi. Hawaii. Yeah, like, maybe they have, like, Spam Incorporated in their McSushi. McDonald's. Like a McDonald's in, yeah, like, Japanese, India. Japanese, you never oh, yeah. know. Japan, maybe they have, like, some type of sushi burger. I don't know. but grits in yeah. South. <laughs> yeah, like you never know. Yeah. But, uh like what he was saying with Austin, Texas, like what's interesting is I'm pretty sure there was a petition that went on for In-N-Out a little while back ago uh, where they wanted sweet tea on the menu. Because like that's Austin, mm-hmm. Texas signature drink, right? Yep. And In-N-Out said, nope, we're not going to do it. We're going to keep our menu the way it's it, the way it is. So Stick by the way. They've done that for avocado and bacon too. Oh, dude. Five oh. guys. No, so so I have a story on that one. They so definitely every, need bacon in and out though. I'll I'll say that. So April so April first, uh, I guess it's like a running joke that they they post like even in and out will post it as an April Fool's joke about getting bacon and avocado. <laughs> and so I was on Facebook when I I can't remember the years are blending, but I w- there was one year where I it wasn't it was the first time I ever heard it. I fell for it and I drove to the the <laughs> one. Oh and I was, no! I, I was like, and I waited in line. I mean, at the end of the day, what if it costs a ride? Yeah, you get an In-N-Out burger. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, you're gonna but, get In-N-Out. But, but, I, not but like bacon, dude. The like, bacon. I said bacon, and I was like extra bacon. And then they were like, the guys like, yeah, we we don't have bacon here. And then I was like, no, no, no. no. It said it online. And then he's like, no, we don't have bacon here. And like, <laughs> oh I had to explain God. to the guy. And then I showed the guy, and it was from the In-N-Out site. And then. There, and then he's like, and then we, I figured out it was April Fool's. Like, 
It didn't. It was like, <laughs> we don't have so bacon. Bad. Yeah. Oh, I was my like, God. Dude. Yeah. That's the first time I ever fell for April Fool's where it was so hard. But no, oh my God. you know, when everyone's like April Fool's and people see it, I was in the car and only this guy who was like dealing with me being fr- probably yeah. frustrated yeah. like why is this guy like how many times so that was not a fun experience yeah you're holding like, up you're holding up my line yeah this guy's like, like i could give there. a shit about april fools man i think he either thought i was an idiot or he thought i was high it was one or the other mm, and i felt like yeah it, it could have been <laughs> and he's just sitting there but it was like one of those april fools jokes where like in and out didn't even get to enjoy that moment like yeah. i could have told that story in and out and they <laughs> like you know videotaped it and then like it would have been a funny they should just yeah. put <laughs> video cameras on like the drive through you know as yeah people, people ask it yeah that would have been, been so good. funny they like, play it at the executive meeting yeah. <laughs> all the people so, so i will bacon yeah. two I things bacon. to add to that tommy's burgers you know tommy's, oh yeah tom oh, they, they do uh, bacon now by the way it's not on their menu but they do bacon. okay that's good to know that um and then that, that place thing, is like a that place destroys my stomach by the way but i love it so much <laughs> I, I forgot to say one thing that went on this week so for me today was such a big disappointment guys because i don't know if i said this on the podcast but i know i talked to you guys about it so the taco bell by me that's a taco bell pizza hut right the saddest news today man oh, oh they, no they got rid of pizza hut i, I thought it was taco bell now. yeah i thought it was coming <laughs> Pizza's Where am I going to get personal pizzas for under ten dollars, man? And also burritos at the and same you, place. And you get and burritos, <laughs> and you get and you get bread. Little taco, you know what's taco. sad is like I would get an enchurito like on the side, and dude, they're like churritos. We don't have those anymore. I know, like, dude. I was you guys. that broke my heart when they took dude, away the enchuritos. So they're the best. But yeah, to not and like it was the worst day today because I went there right thinking I'm going to get a pizza, mm. personal pizza, and I was like, huh, that's weird. They're changing their sign. Like they had guys out there on the on the cranes or whatever changing out the sign. I'm like. Why are they changing? It's Taco Bell. Why are they changing the sign? Then I see the menu and it's like literally the whole left side is gone. Like it's just empty. And it's someone doodled like, "Sorry, we're we're no longer like doing Pizza Hut." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because I think Pizza Hut like filed for bankruptcy. Fuck it, yeah. Man. So it was like I, you know, worst it's worst. I have a Pizza Hut down the street from me, but I don't like they don't have a drive-through nor do they give you a personal side. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Pizza Hut. I'm fucked. It's like it's like a Pizza Hut. So we, anyone we out there, <laughs> anyone out there that can take in and outs business yeah. model and make a drive-through personal pizza where I don't have to pick all my fucking toppings, little, just make it simple. Little okay? Caesars. No, I'm telling you, anyone who comes up with this idea where it doesn't have to be like this special Chipotle experience where you get put on all these fucking toppings on your pizza, just keep it simple. Make personal size pizza. There's no one else that it's, does it. Okay. Dude, we and can you do it. you incorporate a drive-through, you're in the money, dude. Okay. And you make real fucking good breadsticks, not the breadsticks that like, okay, I guess I'll fucking take it because it comes with the combo and there's no substitute. Like, step your game up, people. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. There's opportunities out there. That, that restaurant exists, but it's crap pizza. It's Little Caesars. <laughs> it's just drive yeah. through It's not a drive through it's, yeah. And there's no personal pizza. That's pizza it's you share with you your get. friends when you're fucking blown. I'm wondering if like yeah. somewhere it's not in California anymore, but like that exists somewhere else, you know? It like, has to. Yeah, I'm like sure. they, they, it's still su- surviving. Like maybe in Austin. <laughs> I think it's, it's like a utopia. It's there's like just a, one. I wonder how many people do want <laughs> this guy. This guy. <laughs> I wonder how many people do want like just personal pizzas, like. Like the way you want them. Well, like, I do. I do miss them. I do, yeah. Actually, I do because I you're like. Making, you're selling it. You're selling it. Because my. Well, because my. Pe- I'm forgetting how much I love. My them. topping. <laughs> my topping taste is yeah. is so basic. It's it's pepperoni, mushroom, there we go. sausage. Like there maybe go. maybe onion. Mushrooms a little. I won't say that's basic. That's like a little. That's a little extra. It's, that's okay. a little extra. Okay. Yeah, a little pepperoni extra. and sausage. Like yeah, I'll just keep it basic. Yeah. It's like. So they do have that pepperoni sausage or or no sorry no pepperoni yeah just pepperoni just cheese or the everything on it. Yeah, but I think the pepperoni. Yeah, I think even pepperoni by itself is like bomb. Oh yeah. 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 
Cause my go-to. Yeah, because that was like a that was in high school. I, we had those at the person or we had the personal pizzas at high school. Mm-hmm. But I I it was similar to what we were talking about with Subway. Like I'd eat it every day. That I started getting like uh, a nauseous. Like I would start almost gagging. Damn. I know, and it like I burned myself out on eating it, and that was. Damn. We yeah. had like the big slices, like the New York style. Oh yeah, see, Ninja Turtles. And you're like, yeah, dude, so, it was a big one. Dude, and that, that was good. Pizza. It was only like two bucks too in high school. Yeah, that's we had. Yeah, I miss so we Costco had, pizza. Yeah, so we had that. <laughs> we had that too, and then I ended up switching back over to that because I would dip it in ranch, oh, uh, and that was so good. Yeah, high school. Honestly, I feel like high school really steps the game up with uh, lunch yeah, cafeteria it does. Because yeah. my wife and I talk, and she was the one that got like the free lunches in the cafeteria. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. Like. I was the spoiled kid in school, like where I got like nice lunches. I either brought it or like my mom would drop off like the oh, Burger King yeah, lunch, yeah. and I would share it with all my friends. Like yeah. those were moments to remember. But I just remember I told her I was like, dude, in elementary school or middle school, like the cafeteria lunch was like you, you're almost being punished as a kid to eat those lunches, you know, because it's not good. Um, I'll never forget when we rolled up like the cheese that came with the chicken sandwich. We rolled up the cheese and we started using them as bouncy balls. I shit you not. They were bouncy balls. Oh, yeah. My God. Public so, school, baby. That was back in the day, man, when they had, like, bags of chocolate milk. Oh, man. So, did you you know, like, the Kraft uh, mac and cheeses, like, those nasty yeah. cheeses? So, there was one time, and you you made me think of a, it's a quick story or a quick, quick, like, tangent, but I was trying to hit this uh, this kid that I went to grade school with, and we were, in, we were now in high school, but I... My mom always packed bologna, and it was the nastiest bologna. It was like the crap oh, bolognese. Man. It was like they're just. It wasn't like good bologna. It was nasty. And so I took, and she put mayonnaise on it, but it would sit until for like five oh, hours. Oh my god! And oh. I would take it off, and so I took the I took the bologna with the Kraft mac and cheese. It's one of the worst things, and I to this day I, I hope, like I always feel guilty. There's things in life where I never <laughs> apologize to people, but I tried to hit him. His name is Chris. Uh, I'll say Z because I won't say, it, but he went, I went to grade school with him, and I tried to. He was like four tables over, oh and I tried to—I threw it like a frisbee. Yeah, and it went past his. It went past him, and then this girl like turns around and it smacks her no right. No way! And it lands right on the face. <laughs> and I, and I, I was like, and I turn around and I was like sitting there, and my my buddy, uh, one of my and uh, uh, nightmare knows him too. One of my like good friends growing up. He's just like this, and like we're just sitting there and just frozen, and and then we I look like I, I wait like about like a minute and i look back and chris saw what i did and he's just like he's just shaking his head and he wouldn't because i'm no i'm i was cool with him and but oh man that, did, that made me think of that but you yeah. did anyone trouble. know well she had an i i felt really bad for this girl too she was seemed like one of those girls that like you know she wasn't a popular or anything she, she didn't deserve, deserve bad yeah she was probably already had a bad she probably already had to deal with the crappy parts of <laughs> high school and i really i mean if this could have hit a different popular girl i would have definitely traded it out but it hit this girl in the the right in the face and and uh, like and her friends are there and it's like and and there was again there was uh manny's like dude that's back. something out of Hold a on. movie yeah. man it was it was like it was and it slapped her in the face and then, <laughs> and then like and we looked back and she was like looking around with and, one eye yeah <laughs> wait so but my question is so she didn't know that you did it no, because it was so quick where, like, it, like, it was almost so, like a movie so. where I, like, let go of it. Yeah. And then, as like, it was like this. And then it went, it was going to G's head. And then it went over and sailed right over, like, like and then just she turned around. So, the fact yeah. that she turned around. Yeah, and she, it. like, looks. And then it hits her right in the face. Like, like literally, like, it wasn't, like, it hit her, like, like this, like a Frisbee. It, like, slapped on her face, like, the, the mayonnaise, yeah. like, mayonnaise side. And I remember just, like, like, it was just instinct. I was, like, there's nothing you could do. To get yeah. me to turn around fully to check this out, like so basically, 
baloney fell from the sky onto this yeah, girl's exactly. face, yeah. and she didn't with know what she was doing. Oh my god! Oh. It was one of the you think about situations in high school where you're like, there's a lot of things where I didn't deserve, but then there's a lot of things where I mean, I really like that was one of the things where I wish I could have gone up and apologized or bought. I should have bought her a lunch and. Especially her. I didn't know who she... I had no idea who she was. She could have been a junior or senior... Or a junior or sophomore or something, too. And uh, she, talks, re- she talks about this situation in her therapy now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? Well, one day I got hit by baloney. Yeah. And it was, it I was, was all never, downhill. Right I was there. never the same after Honestly, that. Honestly, I feel like that's, that's the risk of being baloney. in high school, man. That's just like... The, the baloney to the crowd. I mean, I mean, random... What was your baloney to the mean, face like, moment? I random shit like that happening, right? Like, there was so many times where, like, at my school, we, we got in a lot of trouble, like, where there was food fights all the time. So, in the quad, like, at one point, they cut off... They cut us off from soda. That's how bad oh, it was. Oh, man. Damn. I know. I, I remember when I was, in, I was in junior high, and it was, like, my... It was a uh, public school, and they were trying to do the whole healthy thing, and they took the soda vending machines out. Uh. And we were yeah, not. See, we just got punished because yeah, we, we kept were throwing happy. Well, that's just rude. Well, because there was this thing. There was another thing about the jocks and the seniors. The senior wall, and it was at the top of the quad where all the food court was. And then at, down below was, like, uh, like the juniors, sophomores, or whatever. So one day, I don't know what it was, but, like, they were just talking shit back and forth. And one senior decides to just throw this huge, like, styrofoam cup right into the crowd of, like, uh, you know, juniors, sophomores, freshmen. It just and starts it just, a war. It literally yeah. started. Like, I'm standing there watching all this happen. I'm like, fuck, there goes like all our food privileges. Yeah. That's all I was thinking about. It's like slow motion. Like, it was it, bad, it's like, dude. A, like yeah. a, um, the first shot. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, what's. It's the funny because it was elevated. movie or something where it's like slow motion. It's, it's funny because like, it was elevated. The sum too. of all fears. And then you had everyone <laughs> spectating. So as soon as it would like land on someone not paying attention and just splatter everywhere, like, you know, everyone was like, oh. So that would just, ins- you know, get more people involved. It's like, it was horrible. Yeah, my school. Yeah. Good times. We screwed up everything for my brother, man. Because he was, I, I would be a senior and he would be a junior. So like everything like my senior class would do would just like fuck him over for the next year. So like all these cool privileges would be taken away. Mm-hmm. Like even in middle school, uh, one, one of the guys in my class when we were in middle school, he decked a girl so hard in dodgeball, like oh. he broke her nose, right? Oh, and man. they banned dodgeball forever. Oh, that happened to me in my elementary school. So my uh, brother never got I mean... to play dodgeball. <laughs> like... Yeah, nation, Dude, nation ball. She's hurt. That must have like been a sight to see, you know. She got decked real yeah, hard because like... I was in that game. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy. Uh, see ya, Doug. Was... Doug Woji, man. Peekaboo! It was nation. It was nation ball for us in, in elementary nation school. Ball. Oh, nation and ball! They, yeah. Uh, and yeah. one of my one of my buddy uh, baseball teammates actually he broke his leg trying to dodge, trying to dodge a throw, and they they banned it after uh, that. Really? Yeah. Damn. So we we one last thing, one last tangent story. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I think I was in like third or fourth grade. We were playing kickball, and I remember if you guys remember what kickball is, it's pretty much literally what it sounds like. Just a big group of people sit on one side and then another group on the other side. And you literally just kick balls at each other, like soccer balls or whatever. Um, there's really no like goal to win it. Whoa. But I, I'll never forget when my buddy was running for one of the balls and another guy was running towards him at the same time. And he, the guy tripped. And as my buddy was diving for the ball, the guy tripped with his mouth open. And his uh, teeth got stuck in my friend's forehead. Oh! Yeah. Oh, shit. God. Yeah. That was, was a like sight young? to see. Were the young where the teeth could pop out? Or was it, were those no. adult teeth? They were adult teeth. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Were they supposed to pop out or no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my buddy, that guy, he's had like nine lives. Because 
not only did that incident happen, uh, I think it might have been the same year or like one year after, he fell in a construction area in our, like this is elementary school, right? There's a handball court and then they were setting bricks on like the side area, but they didn't put down the bricks. They left the, the uh, what are they called? Uh, rhubars or whatever. Oh, Those rebar. Big, yeah. yeah, like the big ones. The like, rods. Yeah, Usually the they rods. put like gates yeah. around that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what they had is like that orange stuff, the barrier. Oh, yeah. Dude, he fell in it and it got in his head a little bit. Yeah, he might wrap- be on my he might be on my wedding party by the way. Oh, so nice. you'll meet him. I'll introduce him. He like just yeah. this will be my accident. friend he's Cody a little, with nine yeah. lives. He's a little slow. He's like, <laughs> What's he funny is the guy's yeah. really smart. But, it's like uh, Final Destination, yeah. dude. He yeah. Is this the bachelor party? He's had oh, and he's almost been killed by a UPS truck. I forgot to mention that. Do we just can we just wrap him up in bubble <laughs> bubble wrap? We're, we're walking to Jack in the Box, and he yeah he, he almost got clipped by a UPS truck. He jumped. I I thought it was the coolest thing because he jumped out of the way like Spider Man. As the truck almost clipped him. So, yeah. My buddy's had a lot of lives. I feel like he puts himself in these situations, God is, too. Probably. God, yeah, it's probably. A, God's trying to take him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, G, uh, G I'm actually going to keep you talking right now. Okay. Uh, so, we're going we're gonna to transition. This is actually a, seg- this is a segment uh, brought to you by uh, Goichi himself. Uh, I'm going to let him explain it a little bit. Um, but... Uh, Basically, what the this segment is, uh, are you made of Lego blocks or city, silly putty? So, Goichi, go ahead and take it away, sir. Yeah, so uh, I kind of came up with this segment idea as uh, kind of just going through life and all my trials and tribulations and whatever, what what have you. Um, the way I see, like, my life going right now is I've had uh, different challenges that have come to me, especially in these past few years where... Um, it's just like one personal thing or something related to work uh, where it's kind of kicked me down um, and I've had to build myself back up. So the way I kind of put this segment together was, you know, we we always have options in our lives and it's it's a really about choices. Unless someone's really holding a gun to your head, life is all about choices. Um, so when whenever you like this could be in sports with work, your personal life, your personal relationships, um, when life kicks you down, you know, or life gives you lemons. How do you build yourself back up? And the reference is silly putty or Lego blocks. And by that, I mean, um, do you kind of just be sluggish and you don't do anything about it? You just kind of stay in a rut and you're, you're silly putty at that point where you're not really building a strong foundation. You're just kind of set in your ways and you're like, well, this is the, the, the deck or yeah, the deck of cards that life has dealt me and I'm just going to deal with it and, and just, you know, be sorry for myself. Or are you going to build yourself up with Lego box blocks and build something to, to be something one day right like when you start off with one lego block it's just a block but when you build something really cool i mean you could build a skyscraper you could build uh, a replication of a human being so like that's what i'm saying is like do you build yourself back up or do you just kind of let yourself stand in rut so um I'll, I'll take it first and and just say for me like that's really what i've had to ask myself multiple times in life is when i've had bad times like at work where you know, work's almost unbearable to the point where I don't want to go. It's made me feel like mentally and physically ill. Um, I've had to tell myself like, do I just end it right here? Like as, as if like I just stay here and just, you know, it's a secure paycheck. It's a secure job, but I hate my life every day. Is it, is it worth it? I made the choice to leave that job, you know, and it definitely, it was not easy. It was really freaking scary for me. Um, I had no idea like if I was capable or good enough to get a job anywhere else. Uh, within at that time I'm working in IT so um, and I'm not I don't have a strong IT background or at least I didn't back then when I was a kid 
uh, teenager. I, I mean, I had a lot of things in my life not going in the right direction for me. I always grew up being the kid with a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and always being ahead of the game and taking care of myself, being financially stable. And, um, man, I'll, I'll never forget, I was in college, and my parents were going through a divorce. My mom had a stroke. Um, and like, it was always, it was never a safe place to like be at home. Like it was always kind of hectic and, um, there was just like a lot of animosity and negativity. So I always try to like get myself out of that environment and, and focus on college. And, um, I just went through a lot and I just, I had to really reflect on my life and see like what, what was not bringing me happiness and what was, and try and balance that out, but also not give up. Like that was my main thing was. I just cannot give up because if I give up on myself, I'm giving up on, on my family, my friends, on everything like they've supported me in. Um, so that was my idea was, you know, at the end of the day, it's my choice to build myself up, but not just rebuild myself, but make myself better. So reflect on the things that I did wrong or what I was weak in and rebuild myself up into a better person. And now I feel like I'm in a stage of like, maybe I'm broken down at times, but now I feel like more like I'm evolving, like I've built a strong foundation now. And now it's all about just taking the next step in life and evolving myself. Um, so but at the end of the day, there's always going to be things in my life that I know will break me down or, or kick me down one day or, you know, at a month's time. Uh, but I just have to persevere, stay positive, and trust the process of life. And so that's kind of my story about uh, am I made of silly putty or Lego blocks? I think for me, it's, it's mainly Lego blocks. So for sure. Um, yeah, so back to you, coach. <laughs> yeah, back to me. Um, I would like I'd like to say that I'm uh, that I made a Lego blocks. Um, I don't know. For me, when I go through like my like my process, my stuff, uh, very similar to um, to yourself, where you know, like you, you have like a uh, like family and friends. Um, but for, like for me, like I think about myself, like for my situation, where um, anything that kind of any like setback or um, I wouldn't say like disappointment, but missed opportunity or, you know, not getting that next big job or something like that, you know, like not taking that big step, like career wise, you know, anytime that that like is either postponed or doesn't happen, you know, it's, it's, it's very discouraging when it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not always the best thing to go through, but, um, you know, I try to think that, um, like my family and my friends, uh, including you guys, uh, or always been very supportive of everything that I've done. And, you know, I went to school for too long to do some, to pursue something that I enjoy and that I want to do. And, um, I'm actually, like, actually my mom has been, uh, she's been a big proponent in, um, saying stuff, not only, uh, you know, for me moving out of state, you know, she's her, her saying was like, you know, you can always move back. Like there's always like a chance you can always come back, but you can't like, you never know what's going to happen if you don't take a certain opportunity. True. Um, so I kind of took that mentality when taking this stuff or when taking this job out here, but also um, in the sense of, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like just because you get discouraged, you never know what could have happened if you kept going. Like that next job, that big job that you're waiting for, you're wanting, could be right around the corner when you're trying to work hard for something. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've been trying to take that mentality of like being – the Lego block mentality of trying to build myself back up and, you know, try and remind myself and uh, really be confident that, you know, I went to school for stuff. I, I, I know things like I'm, yeah. I'm smart. I'm knowledgeable. I have experience. I worked with different people um, and try and carry that into um, 
into like an everyday like mantra or like a thought process for myself. So, um, yeah. So I like to say Lego blocks, but uh, I like to hear. Uh, I like to see what uh, Nightmare has to say. Yeah, I think um, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm more silly putty right now. Uh, That's I fine. definitely get like, I'm definitely stuck. Not what, stuck. Can enough. you as you're explaining to because to me. Like silly putty, what does that mean yeah. to you too? Uh, like I like as the way Goichi explained it, it's def I'm I get kind of stuck in my ways and I get stuck in situations that I find comfortable, mm-hmm. and and I uh, don't take I don't step out of the box a lot for various reasons. But I'm trying to be more uh, Lego block. I have Lego block <laughs> moments yeah. where I step into in uncomfortable situations and make myself uh, make myself comfortable again. Um, probably the most notable recent one other than starting this podcast with you guys and, mm-hmm. and running all running running the equipment but uh, uh when i got let go from my last job uh i i was unemployed and i was just applying to any kind of job and getting a job in an industry that i had no i didn't know anything about it i didn't I, they just they just said hey we have a job we're interested in you and you know it's not permanent it's it's a temp job uh you know, this isn't a guarantee. Just work and show us. You know, there's a couple spots open. If we keep you, we keep you. If you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. And I, uh, I worked my butt off, and I was, I buried myself in the, in the uh, guidelines and SOPs, and I, I got the job, and that's nice. that's where I am now. And I'm gonna need to do a Lego block move or Lego block, uh, step here soon. Um, figuring out what my next step in life is. Uh, if it's staying here, uh, hope maybe hopefully uh, moving out of state and finding something uh, new in a place where I'm more comfortable um, as a as a person, but uh, you know, un- uncomfortable as a new situation. So uh, that's for me as a, as a person. I'm more silly putty, but um, I have that Lego block mentality in me. That and you have the foundation, man. Yeah, you've already started. Yeah, and again, having you got like having my like my best friends is like. A huge, a huge uh, being able to bounce stuff off you and talk yeah. to you about like about anything and not not being able to, or not feeling judged about it is is a really is a really uh, good is a really big privilege that I feel like I have. But to answer the question, I'm I've definitely kind of set in my ways, but I have the Lego block uh, mentality when it's absolutely necessary, and I'm trying to make it more uh, more consistent. Uh, That's cool, man. Of a mentality, um, kick it over to beef i guess um yes i think i i was kind of as uh goichi was explaining this i was i have it kind of split into three uh three years of my life um when it comes to my mind i think my mind is the hardest to rebuild um just i want to go over these three things first before i go into each one because i think it kind of matters but when it comes to things like work i'm very like uh machine like where i don't it's just go 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 and then I refine the system as I'm going. So a lot of the times I don't like I was reading something that Elon Musk said is that like a lot of times you only need like 40% of the information to make a decision and then just go. And that, and I, and I thought about my, how I do things a lot of the times and I, I usually probably wait a little bit more, but a lot of times I'll, that's kind of how I go. I just throw kind of shit at the wall. And, um, and I don't, I used to be afraid to fail all the time. Um, and then I got to a point where like, it just didn't matter to me anymore, where I was just like, I, I don't care what anyone really thinks of me. So it's like, you know, 
in my mind, I don't know how to define what a failure really is, you know, because like everyone's got their own subjective uh, definition of that. Mm -hmm. So like for me, like I almost think that when it comes to the way I work, including this podcast or the way I work at, uh, (laughs) I was about to say our company, at our, you know, where I work with Goichi and um, at the IT company, at our IT company, um, I just think I'm like, I just go like, I don't know if it's really uh, blocks and I don't know if it's silly, but I don't, I don't know if I really like, I'm more of like, I'll just do it. And then I, I, I develop a process behind it, do, do it, develop process. And I'll, I literally kind of look at it as like bowling. Like I'll hit every mm-hmm. bounce, I'll bounce the ball off of every, like I'll literally hit the gutter or I'll, I'll bounce off of those thingies that pop up bumpers. or bumpers. Yeah. Those thingies bumpers. Yeah. Bumper. Silly putty Legos or hot wheels. Or Hot Wheels, yeah. Yeah. So, it, how how explain? Because you're wheels. just like you're just going for it. You're just you're oh, just building just going it. For you're it. just building. You're putting the putting tracks down. I'm oh just, yeah, we're just yeah, going that, for it. Yeah. Maybe that has to do with it too. I don't know, like I'm just how, thinking about the. Yeah, just throwing out the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I, I feel like I'm split. It depends on what area, because what's what's worked there has not worked with my mind. So, you know, like as I've gotten older, my mind. Like I'll get to a certain spot and then I collapse. Like my mind collapses because I I feel like there's this like built up pressure all the time. And uh, and because of that built up pressure, like I I constantly like my mind doesn't stop thinking, half the time. So like pretty much I feel like I only, even when I'm sleeping, my mind doesn't shut down. So mm. it just just keeps going and going and going. And so which isn't a bad thing, but I think it comes out of like a huge huge loss of uh, of happiness sometimes because. Like when your mind just runs all that time, you just don't rest. So like, yeah, like I, a lot of people, like I've tried to, I've gone to therapy to try to like fix that. Um, but I've been doing it for 30 years that it's almost impossible to stop at this point. And, uh, and so like that, my mind's like that because I was, what I just said about throwing kind of just go and then I'll, uh, define the process or refine the process, go refine the process. Cause like when I played baseball, it was, I'd go up there, swing, I'd suck swing i'd suck oh i did that wrong 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 i did that and that's all i would think about did that wrong did that wrong did that wrong and in my work life i did that wrong i did that wrong i did that wrong and that's literally all i think about every day until it's like good right and Mm -hmm. i do that in the podcast too it's like did that wrong did that wrong did that wrong did that wrong and then eventually it's starts to everybody's like oh my god look how good that looks not saying like i'm I'm trying to toot my own horn but that's kind of how i think you have to think is to be like really good at something is, or to like pursue, like, you have to be like bam, 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 and but then you live in this constant like <clears throat> negativity. And it's not I don't know if it's negative, but it's this constant like you live in failure the whole time until you, until you start to see success. But even then, the success isn't good enough anymore because you're constantly in a state of mind of a failure. But with with work, that's fine. With your mind, it's not. It's unacceptable because you'll never be happy. So I'm learning to kind of. I guess a uh, Lego block in my personal life, in my mind, because it takes a Lego block to realize like, and maybe it's silly putty too, because I'm, you know, it, it's combination. I think it's a combination, but it's like maybe like a, but a lot of it, you have to build it up. Like I have to learn how to build this happiness and learn to be content with kind of just, you know, my mind, like my acceptance of myself. Like, yeah. so it's like, I've never been able to do that with anything in my life and so when it comes to work uh it's it's amplified with that go 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 but then i have to switch gears and then back into those lego blocks and i've never had um i mean i've i've been fired from a job i've 
I've gotten, I've got, like, I've had situations, like, when I was younger, I had situations that weren't too good that happened to me, but, um, you know, I've never really had it, like, I've never been down and out, so I don't, I can't even speak to, like, what truly, uh, uh, you know. You never had a lowest moment in your life? Yeah, like, I, I can't, and that's, I'm very grateful for that, I, I think, uh, maybe, maybe, a, I'm not sure if I, I look at it that way, like, the only, the only one I could think of was, well, I got fired from, a a valet for bumping hydraulics and i just remember the only reason why i consider that a low moment was because i felt disgraced to my dad and mm. like my mom and it was like they raised me better than that but it had nothing to do with like again like i had a roof over my head and all these things like i didn't yeah you know a lot of people like have it a lot worse than i am so i, I you know i have friends that do i have family that do uh, that's a tim mcgraw song but uh he says it's called as much as uh, maybe i know we we don't have I know you guys aren't big country fans, but it's the song's called the friend, a friend. It's called Friends That Do, and it's like, it's pretty much implying that, the song's implying that anything in life, he doesn't like he doesn't have to deal with people like doing heroin or sen- sending his son to die for mm-hmm. you know die or or to in war or he didn't deal with all these problems because he had people or or um or he had, he pretty much didn't live in these bad moments because he had people in his life that supported him mm-hmm. you know and like kept him and so I guess like. I have to, you know, my fam not to sound cliche, but my family and my friends have kept it where my lowest point is that. I mean, um, I made a lot of mistakes, I guess. Like, I guess there were self-inflicted uh, bad moments, and I could see those. But, but yeah, like, if um, I think that the, the funny part is, like, what comes hard, easier to me in life, I think it's switched. I think a lot of people deal with their mind. You know, it's not easy to their mind. Like, people aren't half the time like don't want to, to talk about the stuff that they struggle with in their mind or mm-hmm. like they're they're in denial or they don't want to expose themselves yeah it's like it's like, even even thinking about yourself you know like half the battle really is like i suck at this you know like it's really that and, and being okay because it's like yeah. we're human you know it's like i think that's why it's okay for me is like i've grown up being the stupid kid like i don't want to classify anyone but like i was literally the kid in class that had like issues like doing anything in class like i get made fun of at a young age you know and um, luckily, my parents took care of me, and I I was I was hungry like to not be that kid, mm-hmm. you know, like that can't read or struggled writing his name. I I don't know if that was like really my problem, but I definitely had like a learning disability, and uh, I overcame that with like tutoring, working hard in school, and I'm still like I'll say now, you put me in a classroom, like I'm not a good student. Like I don't I have like an attention disorder. I'm not good at taking tests, but I'll tell you what, I'll work my ass off to try and get a B on that fucking test, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where it comes from for me is like, I've never really been a winner. I've always had to work hard to try and be a winner, you know, even in hockey, like my brother and I were talking about it last weekend where he was telling, you know, he's talking to my younger, we were talking to our younger sister and over dinner and he was telling her about like how, you know, I would work my ass off in the backyard and practice all the time. Cause like I wanted to be great, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, and for him, he just didn't care. Like he just didn't care if he was good or not. And he's like, that's, you know, one thing that where we're different, where I was always, nothing came easy to me, but my brother was always gifted with like being intelligent or being skillful in sports. And um, that's why he never really had to work hard, you know, otherwise he'd be amazing. Um, That's why like, in a sense, I always envy people with talents, like Nightmare, you have natural talents in a lot of things and I envy you in that. And um, I just, I look at it as a special power, you know, like you have a special power within you, but if you don't embrace that, even in, in moments of failure of that power, you'll never see what greatness you have in you, you yeah, know? Because you have a lot of great power in you, but you got you got to persevere and keep fighting. 
and, and whatever you want, whatever brings mm -hmm. you happiness, right? Mm -hmm. But I know in moments of darkness, like when, when you fail at something, you're hard on yourself. But at the end of the day, you have to think about all the times you were great at that moment, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever you do. Yeah. And then how great you could be past that. Because, like, when, you, when I look at you, I look at someone, like, for myself, right? I have to, like, just taking golf, for example, right? I have to work my ass off just to get below your guys' level of, like, just being decent, right? Mm -hmm. And to see, like, if you have one bad game and, like, you let that destroy your spirit, man, like, I ain't about that. Like, I think you're way better than that. Like, you, everyone has their days, right? But what makes the great people great are the people who always continue to work on their craft, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. whether you're good or not. Um, cause I believe that in me, like if I find my craft and I continue to work on it, like I can be better than the great people who are just naturally gifted. Right. Um, I see beef as like, I mean, you're like, you embody the image of, uh, Barry Allen, the flash in my, in my eyes. Cause like he is a wholesome, at least like from what I've read in comics and seen on the TV show, like he's such a good person, works his ass off and he never thinks about himself. He's always thinking of how can he take care of the people around him. And Thanks, man. Like, that's exactly how I think of you. So, yeah, that that's what I always say to that, you guys. He's got that grind mentality. That Yeah, like, right? Yeah. And he's always going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And he never stops to, like, just, like, enjoy his life for himself. He's always caring about yeah. others. Yeah. That's the way I see I this guy. And he lives two different entities. Yeah, that's what we talked right? That's what he was yeah. talking about. Like, so. his mind, like, we, he... he you know, yeah, we talked like about a great cost, double double edged sword kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's like I wish like uh, a sad like a, well actually I won't never mind. I was gonna, I just, I'll say this in private because I I don't wanna uh, <laughs> uh, say this in front. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna even say it. Uh, just, but yeah, but being able to yeah, I'll say it later to when we're not in this podcast. But um, yeah, it comes at a, like a great cost. I feel like sometimes because it's like it. It like never, cause it, that's kind of like how it impacts. It can impact like a relationship too, cause like you know how I treat others too, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of times like you should definitely watch the Flash on CW. Yeah, I know. I know you're a big. Uh, <laughs> you showed me the one where they mix together too. The um. I yeah, I don't care for the crossovers. I just think the storyline of him and his relationship with his 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 wife, um, it can really resonate with you. I think in a lot of ways. Plus, mm -hmm. like just how genuinely good that guy is. Like. Honestly, he's like the typical guy next door that would take your girl because he's not a slime bag in that way, but he's such a pure, good-looking soul. Like, you know, like, it's just, it's like one of those things, like, he does right by, by, you know, just doing right for everyone else but himself. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, he's his own worst enemy. It's crazy. Yeah, that's how so. it feels. Like, that's actually really good. That's That kind of sums up my mind is, like, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to, um, like, letting myself just be okay you know mm -hmm. like uh in therapy like the biggest discussion point is like just to relax like she, yeah. she asked me he's like did you did you relax this week and like i had to like write down when i actually felt relaxed i think she needs to be a little more blunt with you yeah. um so max today or i'm sorry beef today <laughs> i fucked that up so beef today um what yeah, didn't beef. you give a fuck about that's what she should really ask like what didn't you give a fuck about did you not give That's a fuck about work? Too. Did you not give a fuck about this, like, you know, guy you ran into at the market that was a complete douchebag? What didn't you give a fuck about and you just brushed it off? Tell me about that scenario, you yeah. know? Because I think that would help you, too, because I, I still, till this day, struggle with that. But I'll never forget all the people on my old job when I worked at a, a certain company, and it, it was a dark time for me. Um, uh, I will never forget. People always told me, just stop caring so much. And I, I could not comprehend that when I work a job. Because when I work a job, 
I have to care because mm-hmm. I want to keep my job, right? I want to do well. Yeah. Um, and they told me, they would. my brother tells me this all the time. Kudos to my brother. Um, he's like, you can care, but just don't care so much to where it's affecting you personally and mentally. And I was like, fuck. As soon as I stopped doing that, mm-hmm. I stopped letting the job affect me personally and physically. Like, it, it still takes me time to do that. I still have my moments. But when I stop really giving a fuck and stop working in fear, man, it, it changed my life. It definitely mm-hmm. changed my life. Like, I'd probably be dead right now with a heart attack or a stroke. Like, I for sure would be dead the way I stressed as a kid. I, like, I told you guys, I was the what-if kid. That's why we have that segment. Everyone would call me the what-if kid because I would always worry about what if this happened, what if that happened. Mm. Instead of just going with the flow, you know? So yeah. I'm, that, I, I'm that now. I kind of like when I'm out, it's funny you said like that pretty much hits on the head where when I'm out, I guess like how I see it is like a lot of times where people rub me wrong, where mm-hmm. they're just not being respectful of others. And like, I think like that's kind of how it's like, I, mine is always be like, Hey, let, you know, be respectful when you're in public, when I go to Ralph's or we go to Costco, you know, try to be respectful. And, and I feel like that's, what's kind of sucky about where you, it's like you don't see that in people a lot of times, you know. It's tough, man, because yeah. you, sometimes you're, you're – most of the time, I would say, you're definitely in the right when you speak your mind or you, like, chime in. That's why, like, most of the time, like, maybe there's times where I don't do that, but there will be times where I'll either back you or I'll just let you go because I know what you're doing. It's, it's the right thing to do, but it takes a brave person to do that and a bold mm-hmm. person because at the end of the day, you could be doing something right, and let's say, like, you're, you're, you're trying to be – protective of a, of a victim in a sense right and like the sometimes the way you can come off to someone else and when you get in the argument that victim could think you're just as bad as that other person yeah, right so at, at the end of the day what the fuck is the point you know because now you're you're exerting yourself for this person who doesn't even appreciate that yeah and that's a lot i mean as shitty as that sounds like that's the world we live in especially out here mm-hmm. in southern california man like people are just shitty you know yeah. and uh, you literally have to learn to just pick and choose your battles, especially like when you're developing a family, you know, and it's not just you anymore. Um, but man, it's hard because there's it's rare to come across people like you that will speak their mind, but in a positive manner for the right reasons, you know. Thanks, man. So yeah, don't ever let that 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 fire go out in you. I, I'd say because I'll, I'll support you till the end, Hell yeah. end of the world, man. So Thanks, man. I wish I had yeah. half. I wish I had half of that. Of what you have. Just yeah, the, it takes cojones because I don't have that cojones yeah. to confront people like that all the time. So, I mean, if he starts that fire, yeah, like, yeah, I'll throw in a little bit of wood. To, yeah, you know, kindling. Some, yeah. Some, <laughs> some gasoline, you know. I help. Fuel the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuel the fire. So. I think my wife, like, uh, has gotten me to, like, lessen down on that in a good way. So Yeah. Where She's it's like more of a nurturing yeah. soul. Yeah. So that's good for you. It's just, like, what's – it's kind of what you said about your brother, too. Like, what – like, at the end of the day, it's not going to really – Sometimes the way I look at it is at the end of the day, it's not going to change. It, it may not even change that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it impacts you, like, where it ruins your day, like, that's not, exactly, yeah, man. That's not worth it. But but the way I look at it is, like, if someone does something that, to me, where I'm like, man, if they do that to the rest of the world, yeah, like, I there are a lot of saying. quiet people that won't say anything, and they'll just take it, and they'll mm-hmm. take it. And it's like, if we keep doing that to the people that really, every day of their lives, they just take it, and they're because yeah. they're nice people, respectful... Like I, when I stand up, some sometimes it's, it's selfishness. Like I'll, I'll stand up for myself and and go at them or not go, go at them, but speak my mind to them. But a lot of the times it's like I'm setting them straight. Like yeah, because they'll remember that psychopath they met at the golf course or they met at the grocery store that or at like, the restaurant. They're being shitty to servers. Right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like I just set them straight. And it's like they'll remember the moment where they got checked, 
and then it changed the how like i can just walk because those people are bad to me they walk over people you know and of like of course yeah it's like but just know at the end of the day you you have this spirit in you and you have this you have this energy and light around you okay and when you share that light even if it's to put someone in their place that i mean that's a waste of light sometimes in a case if it doesn't even resonate with them doesn't change them right mm -hmm. but it takes away your light too because like you're not affecting them right and that affects you because if they don't give a shit that would affect me i'd be like you're still a piece of shit after i confront you mm -hmm. you know i'm just trying to help you realize you're you're a Chipotle shitty person here. yeah that's what i'm saying man like yeah. some people just cannot be helped you saw me i went through everything i could to try and like do you think just she turn around and turn around do you think she's still parked in oh the, fuck yeah dude i think, I think she's, she's still a piece of shit do you think she's still parked in a in a handicap spot oh definitely really I just think people like that they can't be helped, and that's why I told her at the end of the yeah. day, uh, you know, I kept I kept my volume down, which is surprising because normally I get into it. But with this girl, I think at the end of the day, I just told her I feel sorry for you, because for you to act like this in front of people in public, and then on top of that, you're taking a handicapped space, driving a Mustang car, okay, and like I went through a whole story about how my mom's handicapped, and you know, if you put that in perspective, and I was, you know, if it was someone that needed a handicapped spot, really needed it. You know, like, think about what you're doing there to that person versus you just being a lazy ass and you could have just parked in a spot a little further down, you know? And she got in this huge argument with me and Beef about it, you know? And and at the end of the day, she just, she wasn't willing to admit her mistakes. Mm -hmm. And those type of people will never change unless they're, they take the extra step to make that change for themselves. Yeah. You, you can bring it to their attention all day, but if that person has no willpower to change or they have a pride problem, they're never going to change. Yeah. I had a pride problem when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. I probably still do to some extent, right? But I had a really bad pride problem when I was a kid going into college, high school to college. And um, I had a chip on my shoulder. I thought I was invincible. I thought, you know, I could talk the talk, walk the walk, and just shit on everybody. I just thought I was the man, right? And I got humbled in college, man. I got real humbled, and I realized the world does not revolve around me. And there will be a day when I challenge someone, and he's going to beat my ass. And I don't want that day to come, you know, and it took it took my friends and family to make me realize that. And for me to be humbled, to realize, like, OK, you need I need to cut that shit out. Like Goichi cannot just like go around being angry at the world and challenging people, because that's what I would do when I was at my job in downtown L.A. I'll never forget there. There was a couple incidents, actually, where I almost got in fights and in the company. But um, neither here or there now, but. There were moments where I was so frustrated at work. I'd have to take a walk in downtown LA, right? And it's like late at night because mm -hmm. I work graveyard shift. I would mad dog like anyone on the streets, anyone. And this is so stupid, right? But I, I was so angry with my life, my situation, that I would go outside looking for a fight. Like I'd start talking shit. I'd look people in the eye and, and start mad. Yeah, it was stupid. And I look back at that and I'm just like, thank God nothing happened to me, right? But it's Especially like, in LA. it's like those moments that make me reflect and be like, at the end of the day, it ain't worth it. You know, mm -hmm. it's just not, it's not worth it to let other people drive your unhappiness. And it's not worth it to like waste your energy on people who don't give a shit about others. You know? Yeah. I wish I was a fly on the wall watching you ream that, that uh, at Chipotle. So we have some friends. Oh, <laughs> not the Chipotle one, but the, the fighting one. Yeah. We have some friends that can tell you that story from a third person perspective. Yeah. My brother was there. Like he had a box of popcorn. He was just waiting because he knew what was going to come on my end. If that if one of the one of the coworkers like laid a hand on me, it was a heated moment. And what's the worst part of that story was I was standing up for people in our company that were afraid to speak up. Does that sound like someone? Yeah. And I almost gonna... lost my job oh. over that. 
and no one stood up for me. Like no one had my back. I was sticking up for these engineer guys and they said nothing. They they stayed quiet. And I made I made a case for them and I you know, I, I voiced my opinion mm-hmm. about what the company was doing to them and I got in a heated battle with like another employee and like I almost lost my job over it and it had nothing to do with me. But I felt like it was wrong what they were doing and I didn't appreciate it. And I was trying to speak my mind, but like he said too, you have those family and friends that keep you, you know, safe in their corner. And if it wasn't for one of my friends taking me out of that situation, I would. I don't even know where I'd be today, yeah. as far as a career, right? So stuff like that just goes so underappreciated, like yeah. loyalty and sticking up for for sure, your, you know, for people sure. that you don't have to, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So definitely, that was definitely. that was good stories, man. Yeah, that was some like, good yeah. stories. That was good. I learned a lot about Goichi on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I want like I want to be around when this Goichi. This guy knows a lot about me now, but I'll tell you this: when we first started a job and we didn't really know each other personally, right? He went. He like would see me outside of work and then at hockey games, and he's like, "Who the hell are you?" Like I was a totally different person, but yeah, work etiquette, baby. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, All right, boys. What we got? We've got. It, <laughs> Uh, we've got we've got one last segment for tonight. This last segment is called uh, Island Choice. So we've got we've got some options here how to do it. So how we're going to do it tonight is we're going to stick. We've got three different parts. We've got saved, stranded, and final stand. So what I want to hear tonight is I want to hear everybody's final stand. So what the final stand is. This can be TV show, movie, people, books, uh, games. I don't know. Uh, you know, somebody's uh, speech on cassette, whatever you want it to be, whatever media platform you want it to be. And this is going to be something that you can listen to, you could watch, you could read, you could do one more time for the rest of your life. You, you only get to do it one more time, and then it's retired. You don't get to do it anymore. So I'd like to hear. So I just want to uh, clarify because so so when you say strand, are we doing the the stranded? The stranded is one more time. The what were, what were the three that we chose? It was stranded, saved, we have, stranded, we have a, final stand. Okay, final got, stand is one more time, right? Correct. Are we doing it that way, or did you just? Are we just doing a one island choice? I was thinking we we're just gonna do. We we're just gonna do the final. St- we we're gonna do the final stand and explain why tonight. So okay. this is the final stand is one more time we get to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you only get to do it one you only get to do it one more time. So whether it's time. reading you know, whether it's like reading a book, watching a movie, playing a game, whatever it is, you get to do it one more time for the rest of your life. And to clarify, it has to be something we like to do. Because like, there's a lot of things. So like, like if we haven't had sex yeah. with this yeah. specific celebrity. Say, yeah. <laughs> you can't say pay yeah. taxes and then just yeah. be like, Oh cool, I'm done paying taxes <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life. So that that's a good one. Wait, yeah, like, yeah no, this that was the best one. Yeah, wait, like to do or like enjoy like does it have how what to what degree like yeah it can't, be uh, it, can't, it can't be something that's that's negative like can it be a, no something is positive something that you enjoy something like, that you enjoy. tv show books, can it be, movies people can it games? be subjectively good to someone else yeah like i, I personally like it's it, it uh-huh. i can take it or leave it like it, final final stand but like someone else like really enjoys it like yeah, can i it, do it that's totally yeah. Okay, that, cool, cool. That's, that's, that's like hobbies, right? Yeah. Like some people may right. not like that hobby. I, will, I was gonna. I was playing taxes. That's my favorite first. hobby. Yeah. You're not gonna like my answer, but go ahead, go ahead, coach. Sorry. <laughs> All right, no. I was planning on going first because uh, I figured for for this one in general, 
much like myself in uh in like previous ones like i definitely was like shit just give me like 30 seconds to think about it um and i definitely stole especially when we had uh our episode uh was it two weeks ago now uh obviously i stole a uh, big time with the uh veloc or with the jurassic uh park references on everything dinosaurs <laughs> Yeah, with, yeah, on the on the what if remix, and everything had to be dinosaur related. Let it go. Uh, so for me, my one, if I had to do some, if I could do something one more time, and then just be retired, it doesn't really happen. It's a what if remix. As, yeah. <laughs> never, never do it again. <laughs> that would have been really good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, so I, I started writing some stuff down, and I like picked something. Is like I started thinking back to uh, elementary school, and Goichi was talking about it with kickball earlier. It wasn't, it's not kickball, but it was. It's a game that we haven't that I don't really get to play as an adult because you're not going to get adults together for this. But uh, I miss dodgeball. And like, so I would be, I would love to play like the old dodgeball, like whether it's like the dodgeball from the movie where you, you like, you catch it, you're out or like the dodgeball that we used to play where if you like, if you're, if you got out, you like ran behind the other team and then you could just like, everyone was like throwing from front and behind. Uh, I actually really like that version a lot because, Can you say uh, so like if you're playing dodgeball, like on a basketball court. Yeah. Nation ball is the, is the is, word you're looking for. Oh, is that what this is? Is that what this is called? Nation Ball? Yep. Well, yeah, because Nation Ball to me is de- is a, uh, a little bit different. But Dodgeball, Dodgeball is like when you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so, so, okay. so what's Nation Ball? Yeah. Nation Ball is when they're they're behind they, they're you. behind you. Yeah. Which okay, so we used to coach. Okay, okay. Coach was like he got a little animated in that part. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? So okay, so, so I say I say Nation Ball or Dodgeball <laughs> because honestly we played like we played both at school. True. And. Everyone just called me bleed my own blood. Yeah. And then freaking Chuck Norris, you know, I don't want to let Chuck Norris decide anything, but (laughs) we, uh, you know, we used to play and like, honestly, I, I was typically pretty good because like, uh, you know, I grew up playing baseball, so like I could throw pretty well. I could catch, I was kind of coordinated. Um, but I, the one part I missed, this might be a little, uh, I mean, this might be terrible on my part, but the one part I miss is watching people just like get absolutely pelted in the face with the ball. Yeah. Wait. Uh. So. So wait. What if? So. This is you're you're gonna do it you're one on time. An island. Yeah. yeah by yourself. Well, no. The, the, no. The thing is, like, Wilson well, will be there. He's gonna. <laughs> he's yeah. gonna do this. Ghost. No, he's gonna. I'd do like this. to. If I was gonna die on an island, I would. I'd like to play dodgeball one more time, and then I can just you know, rot away on the island. Damn. That's. Sad. Yeah. But what? So. Let's say you 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 get your you get your wish, you're on the mm-hmm. island and then you get to play nation your dodgeball one last time, and you're out. Yeah. You get out immediately and you have to sit out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get to play. Yeah. Like Cordy Cordy Perry. He like gets hit immediately. Like twenty seconds. Yeah. He like gets he hit, hit immediately and he's out. Um, I was like, all of our, get out immediately. All of our team gets out except for one person, and then they start catching the ball again. It's like, oh, I can't even get back in the game. So, uh, it's just torture. <laughs> I'm just so, stranded there. Yeah, you so really but I, for being the first honestly, I haven't played dodgeball or nation ball in forever. And when I was thinking, I was like trying to think of like games that like I would do. Uh, and aside from the fact that uh, probably like Monopoly might be might might also qualify for that. 
But I was just like, man, I miss dodgeball. Like, I miss throwing a ball at somebody and just like letting it hit them, you know, as hard as I can. So interesting. There's so many the way you've uh, shaped this, opposed to what I originally thought it was gonna be. Like now it make like my mind is uh, I don't know about you guys it like totally yeah. threw my mind left field now where I'm trying to like come up with something, because um, yeah. I, I when we originally talked I was like oh I thought we were gonna do it based on like movies and then uh, 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 G had mentioned about doing like TV shows like a uh, uh, systematic now it's like I'm trying to think of all and, and you you went um, you went uh, nostalgic in a way with the whole dodgeball nation ball situation but then he never so. plays it again yeah. So yeah, I just well, I'm hoping that I retire on top. You know, you can still do you can still do I hope. a show or a movie or yeah. So I'll go I'll go yeah. from here. Yeah, it can um, still be a thing. So for me, either way, like Swiss Family Robinson scenario, I would totally like be stoked to be on an island. Um, as long as there's like food and water, right? But um, I think it would be badass to live on an island, especially like if uh, I had my wife there, just me, and my wife, and my dog. Like we'd be set, we'd be fine. Um, in a house and running water. I mean, we'd, in a we'd have to build the house, the hut, you know. <laughs> but I think like it would be an interesting experience. And bring, bring in and out. I wouldn't be against it. Uh, no, so mine would be, it, mine's going to be the TV show, and I think you guys already know what's going to be. It's going to be The Office. Um, and I think for me, it, even if it's just one last time, it's so good that I, well, by this time I've already watched it like a million times. But it's like the one TV show that's been so consistent for me that. Like, it gives me all the feels as far as, like, um, drama, love, um, comedy, you know, uh, action. I mean, it, it's got everything that I need uh, to, like, be satisfied and be like, I watched the full season and now I'm good. Like, I had a, a couple cries, a couple laughs, a couple angry moments maybe. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it fulfilled my needs and I can, I can move on. So, Question. I can collect coconuts after this. Question. Yeah seasons one through seven or the whole whole series uh i would have to watch the whole series because as as painful as it was after michael scott left <laughs> it does come full circle i don't want to spoil it for everyone but i feel like it does come full circle it's a bit cheesy but it does come full circle i'll say that so. you lost a lot of steam after they got married. oh it lost every when they got married steam. yeah well, oh yeah. yeah when they got married it, it was, was like you just started feeling like whoa this is like it's like this. The show was literally built towards this this moment, and yeah. then and it was like an epic <laughs> moment too. It wasn't like you know the way they got married was it was the show so should well have done. just got started there, yeah, man. It's it like, was building momentum for them. You know, I couldn't believe like how great that that uh, them getting married was, and then it was like after that you're just like whoa, this is like, it's like the writers the next day weird. were yeah they didn't know they, it was so funny. It was heartbreaking it, for sure. Yeah, but it was like it was like the whole gym, and you didn't realize how much Jim and Pam's uh like need to be together or like jim's want for her like you needed to fulfill that yourself and watch that yeah and then once it was fulfilled you're like well i feel full and you're like do i really need to watch the rest like yeah it, i mean it was like so uh subconscious because like you know you're whole laughing the whole time but then you're what kept you driving was jim's want for pam yeah and then it's just like and then he got you know they, they have that epic wedding and then you're like you feel content because jim's a good guy that got his his dream girl and then you're yeah. just like, yeah, I was like, I, I felt on like... A, did you, on the twist side for me, I was always rooting for Michael, though. Like, I just... My thing was, oh, with like... The Holly? Just, like, with his sales background and then being a manager and his passion, like... 
<laughs> I want him. I to identify with him. Yeah. I do because yeah. he's weird and quirky, and like he's kind of like the underdog, you know. But he perseveres. Like he has this connection that he with people. Like when he went to Chili's, dude. Yeah, that's and yeah. Had that I business meeting. Yeah, I was yeah. like, holy so, uh, yeah. shit, I love this. Yeah. Like I uh, fell Jan in love with Jan turned out to be a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what I loved about him, you know. Like he just had this like happy-go-lucky, you know, aspect about him. But like my main theme for him was. Like, I wanted him to make it, or I wanted him, I really wanted him to, like, have a family and have kids. Like, that's what I mean for me, it came full circle for Michael Scott, because, like, there's bits and pieces where they hint, like, he's phenomenal with kids. A good example was when they brought their kids to work day, and Toby brought his, he hated Toby, right? Mm -hmm. But the daughter really connected with him, Toby's daughter, so... I just he's, thought that was really cool. He's really good with kids. He's going to pay for those kids' college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my cringe, God. That, that was so, yeah, that's cringy, yeah, man. Yeah, it was yeah. so hard to watch that one. God. Did you guys ever I didn't even want to watch it. I wanted, it was one of those moments you want to fast forward through. <laughs> they do like a marching band. Yeah. Did, you guys, oh did you guys ever watch The British Office? I have given it a try. It's just it's too, not my cup of tea. Too dry, huh? It, it, well, I think it, it's just because it's not my sense of humor, yeah. right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't I, really watch. Yeah, it. I I asked because um, when you go, th- you're talking about how like they, they lost steam when uh, um, Jim and Pam got married. Uh, they ended the British Office, I think, right as the Jim character was gonna really go after the Pam character, mm. which is like, and I don't. I think that they just they just ended it. Uh, the um, the studio just ended it. Like they didn't keep it going, but like that's that's when uh, the British Office was ended. And so that's kind of like, it kind of like lines up with the American office where like kind of like, okay, now they're together. Like now we got, now we're in un- uncharted waters. We don't have any previous uh, things to go mm. off of. I agree with beef too. Like the writers definitely seem like they lost steam after that. Mm. And then probably the cast too, like definitely Michael Scott, like he, I felt like he kind of lost passion in the show because he wanted to venture off and do other things, right? Do movies and yeah. stuff. So. Okay, sorry, sorry. Just as another kind of like tangent, who's your favorite side character? In, in, in the office? office, yeah. Uh, really tough one. one. I like that. Creed Bratton. That that's my favorite. Who is it? Creed Bratton. I like Dwight. Yeah. yeah, there's the character I most identify with is um, the not the the there's the the accounting off uh department. Uh, what's his name? Ryan. No. No, not Ryan. It's the because uh, it's it's a uh, oh Kevin? Oscar Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. I really like identify with Kevin a lot. Really? Yeah. I just, uh, I feel like because there's so much stuff where like he gets like these like it's weird. He gets enjoyment out of like these. How these many M Ms can you put in your mouth? Yeah, it's yeah. like that, and then the whole like <laughs> the whole like how he like take like takes pride in his chili, and like and like I know he he drops it, but like but like that that whole thing where he gets so um and he. You don't see him get excited for everything. It, the other guy that does this is Stanley. There's Stanley's the other guy where, like, there's Stanley will not move. Pretzel day. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but there's just things like he's just straight serious. Yeah. Like, you know, just bring. And I feel like as I get older, it's so hard to enjoy certain things. Yeah. You, you get desensitized from it. So you're like, those. There. it's amazing when you get that little joy, like a kid-like joy. And so I felt like I identified with that a lot. I was like, oh, man. like That's a good one. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah especially, especially Stanley, too, because, like, nothing got him moving. But, like, the pretzel day is a good example. Or, like, if something mattered to him. Like going home early. Going. <laughs> 25 push-ups. Yeah. Dude. What a beast, man. I love his animated faces, too. Yeah, yeah, I, love, yeah. I love that Oscar is, like, you know how, like, that story of when, like, a car falls on a baby and the mother lifts the car? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's basically what we have going on. Yeah, yeah. Coach, real quick, oh, what, so favorite good. side character of The Office? Just real quick. 
Uh, oh, Creed Bratton. Creed... Yeah. Creed. Yeah. No, Creed, I just Creed, I think Creed, that uh... he's just so crazy, and I love like the random stuff that he says, and like his little like side stories. Honestly, just like make it for me because I'm like I couldn't come up with half that if I tried. Yeah. There's supposed to be some weird story about how he got picked on that show too. I don't know what it is, but I know there's a weird story about him. Yeah, he, there's a thing about he's like that um, that episode. I think it's a Christmas episode where they're singing karaoke, mm-hmm. and he's he's singing a he's singing um, some song that he was the band of. Oh yeah, in, yeah, in like yeah, the seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm gonna get us back on the island choice because I have my answer. Uh, All right, let's I, hear it. I would just get super baked and smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> And then, and then I'd be, I'd be done with it. Uh, I, I've always like, I, I've, I've felt it a few times. I haven't really gotten like super, super uh, high. But like, if, if I got super high and went through the whole thing, I feel like I'd be, I'd be okay. Not like just that. That was my, that was my, that was my last hurrah, and I'd be on my island. You know what's the sad part of that is, even if you're on the island, you probably still think you weren't super high because it's, it's about the crowd you surround yourself with. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Talk about going off on a high note. Because <laughs> yeah. you could be like, am uh, I seeing mirages? I get it. I get Is it. Is the heat getting to me? Am I having cabin fever? Yeah, get, get super like get super paranoid, and it's not even enjoyable. Is the island rotating? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Is the, island connect- me. Is the island connected to the earth? Am I going back to the land? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, sailing, That's interesting. That's an interesting to- answer. Yeah, I, I just get super baked, and then I put it down. And you definitely don't. I do like that. I do like that take. I like nope. the good take. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Drugs are bad. Okay. 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 Is the beef? How about yourself? Is the assumption that we can still eat, or we're just eating island food like bananas? No, after? no, no. You can eat whatever, but it's your last time eating it. But forever. like, but like, once we're done, but like, I mean, like, what? So we're on this island, right? And then like, we would eat. Yeah. We would eat like bananas and stuff, right? Or fish. Well, if that cut. was your last thing yeah. to eat, you ain't yeah. eating bananas no more. So I would, I would do the barbecue that I had at Austin. <laughs> uh, it was uh, uh, Terry Black's, I think is the name. So anybody at home, but Terry Black's barbecue. Um, I would have. They better comp your meals. Sponsorship. Yeah, yeah I, like they're the brisket, the beef, the beef ribs, the mac and cheese the the uh, potato salad the cornbread the banana pudding the um the, this is a non-sponsored ad by he's, he's got he's got the menu right here yeah and it's, i was gonna say yeah, is the list of things you didn't eat shorter or and I, i'd say like i would even add to like because the things i didn't try like there was like turkey there's like a turkey um and there's other parts of the the cow that were there too and it's like i think because i i told the uh, nightmare before this i was like i went I, you know, you have, you think about like, what's the best meal you've ever had? And it's like, mm-hmm. I just had that like recently. And you talk about the Stanley and, um, and, um, oh my God, I blanked on his name again. Creed? No. Kevin? Kevin. Yeah. The Kevin moments where you get this like a little enjoyment out of things. And I got so much enjoyment. Like when I eat food, uh, especially when it's really good, I just like, there's this like sweet, there's this feeling that I get. And I know everybody probably feels that. And everyone's like, oh, I know that, but. There's this moment where I'm like lost and eating when I'll eat something, especially when it's really good food, and uh, and that did it all for me. And um, 
It's I've never had like again uh, that'd be my last stand. Like did you I, eat mostly with your hands. That's what I'm curious about. I did. Then that yep. means it was damn that, good. Yeah. It's, the, uh, <laughs> did well, you lick your fingers? The, uh, yeah. I did. I did. And then the some of the stuff I had to eat with a fork. We were actually yeah. with a realtor, so I was like trying to be. Um, <laughs> and it was actually weird because we had um, the way you order is like you. It's one of those places where like you order the food and then you, it's like cafeteria style. Mm-hmm. So there. Oh, that's interesting. So we were sitting outside. And the the place is like always packed, so it's the line wraps all throughout the door. But the way we're sitting is like kind of where we're sitting right now, and the line wraps around you. Yeah, that's so like, like something out of Disneyland or something. Well, people are watching me eat, yeah. and they're like, and uh, oh, the realtor, dear, oh dear God, the realtor, <laughs> I gotta get me some of that. Yeah, like the the realtor was like like watching me, and um, I love how you eat. Yeah, he was just like, because I was sitting there, and man, every bite, especially the beef ribs. I mean, every. every single part was good it was so but the the beef was just like the beef like those ribs were just out of this world and people i didn't even pay attention it became like grayed out but i know my wife was like really like self-conscious about that but i would there's <laughs> a part where we ran, we ran out of uh, napkins where i started wiping oh, no. it on my shorts and and it didn't stop me from going but uh oh my god yeah, food was, last the food was and, so yeah, good that you got tunnel was, vision yeah it, it honestly like it i i didn't i really wish it lasted a lot longer than it did if i could say that like i i ate too fast like you could sit down and just enjoy it right? yeah just like with like, like the birds just chirping yeah just like hours <laughs> hours of like yeah like just and i that was the one thing where we it was we were kind of not that we were rushed or anything but i was i just like got into this food and i was like i need to try this next thing and i need and then i was just after a while i was like yeah. i womped it all down and um and then what was funny is like my wife and i we got back to our hotel room and they the realtor said take take the like the to go stuff mm-hmm. and man like i was i di- like i said i didn't eat for another couple meals yeah but like i didn't want that to go to waste like i didn't i did <laughs> we didn't have a fridge or anything and so yeah. there was a lot left and i went like it was like maybe four hours later my stomach was killing me and yeah i'm just literally and we didn't oh have we God. didn't have oh that was nothing we didn't um <laughs> uh we didn't have silverware or yeah, yeah. Uh, there were, and the, we were at a really nasty hotel, like you know, where it didn't have it either, and so we didn't have any like forks or anything. I've been there. So I was just like, it was actually a mistake. Uh, so hotel tonight rated this thing like at ninety percent, and like four, everything was saying like four out of four and a half out of five, and so I was like, this looks like a good, and even the pictures were good. We get there, and it was like I've never felt so, like like swindled in my yeah. life like i i looked and i looked at my wife and i told her i apologize because i if it was just my if it was someone if it was one of you guys like yeah. her, i'd have been like we, we can drop we, it yeah we can write yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was like my wife like we looked at the bathroom and i was like i am so sorry that i'm putting you through this because but uh but yeah i had to like i the food i was just eating and i was, were the, I was kind of in like, pain. were the pictures like deceptive or like yeah pictures were deceptive and even the ratings like it had like over a thousand reviews Bots. of nine and a half I guess, but like it was on different sites too. It was like because mm. I usually don't, I don't just ass- like assume one. Mm. But yeah, I was like, I looked and when we got there to the outside, I was like, I was, like, I swear this isn't it. I swear <laughs> this isn't bad. it. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, I was bad. like, I was like, no way. And then th- this is how it started out. Was uh, my wife and I went walked into the room and it was like someone had been smoking in it. Oh, oh And so we switched rooms. Wait, cigarettes? Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. even worse. It was yeah. so bad. That where, shit lingers and stays. Well, it was so bad where I was like, I looked at her, I was like, I can take this. Can you? And she's like, No. So we switched yeah, rooms. I don't blame her. And then the fire alarm turned on when we had left. Oh they went my in our room. God. And it, 
the people that are in the front desk like we just had this weird feeling like so we actually took our like all our tech like our laptops and stuff with us every time we went out yeah because we were just like like they could take our clothes that's an stuff, interesting but... scenario though i've never even thought about that like if the fire alarm randomly goes off they will go in your room they did yeah and so I can't think well, she, she told well, what would happen oh this is oh that's the other thing that, that the whole what happened is the key card wouldn't go through right so i thought it, i effed up with the magnetic strip uh-huh. like i put it to my phone or something and and so I thought I messed up. So I go in, she re-magnetizes it or whatever yeah. it's called. And um, she told it, told me that that happened. So I was like, okay, every single time we had to go back in that room, the magnet didn't, like, I had to go take it to re-magnetize oh it. Oh, my God. And this lady, lady was the sweetest lady ever, but she had one tooth. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she had one, I'm not making this up. You can check, check was with it? my wife, too. Like, ask her, like, it was like, she smiled. And she was, a like, I made her Where laugh. Where did you guys stay? I made her laugh, and she smiled, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, man. Was, was it like, clean? Was it, was it clean? Her tooth? Yeah. Uh, it was alright. It's she, one tooth. It better be clean. I was she have one tooth. I don't, I, like, she just has one to look yeah, after. I was like, and I couldn't believe like, because yeah. she her talking the way she spoke was interesting, and uh, and I actually first I got firsthand view of um, I'll say it was a prejudice act. I'm not gonna say racist or anything, but mm-hmm. I just said racist. But a prejudice act. So I I I, re- I had an emergency where I had to really go to the bathroom, and. We we'd been driving. We'd finally gotten to the hotel, and I told her we, the line to check in was like for like, it was days. Like it was a ton of people. So I finally get to the front. And I said I've been holding this. I was like I need to go. Like it was, and it was like straight diarrhea. Like I had to. It was after I had told you guys I had um, uh, motion sickness. Yeah. So I had the motion sickness going on, but I also had like I had eaten a, a fish burrito for breakfast a fish burrito yeah at an ho- airport yeah, at, airports. at an airport at an air- yeah well LAX Christ. has good ladies and gentlemen yeah. just stick with carne asada okay you LAX- can get a cali burrito or carne asada <laughs> don't fuck with the so chicken the or fish you said but uh, i i also like to live dangerously <laughs> 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 but you know what they say when in rome dude that's yeah. bold of you <laughs> yeah it'll come full circle wow so i so i'd gone in and uh it was funny Courageous. as i come back out and I literally just finished. She she walked up. She opened the door, and it said out of order, like the bathroom. And there was this uh, African American lady that was talking out, and she was kind of mean to the mean to her to the front woman. And um, she's like, she she'd been like saying like the way she's like talking to her, but then she's bitching about stuff. And then she finally says, um, she finally says uh, like, hey, I really need to go to the bathroom. And then the lady's like, it's out of order. And I was like, I was like, that's like the first prejudice thing where I was like. I was like, did that lady, maybe it was being nice, like, because I was really respectful. Like, I don't know if it was respectful versus, but I feel like the the other lady was like, the one that was asking was nice enough to be able to go. Like, she wasn't that rude where I would have still not prohibited somebody from using the restroom. Yeah. But, like, she, like, I, I could tell, like, she probably had so much joy when she taught, like, because, you know what I mean? You know those, like, when you're in those bad, I was thinking to... about the shitty jobs that I've been in where, like, I get to instill this little power that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go the extra <laughs> yeah, mile for Yeah, you. it's like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you're just, you just sit there. Or, like, like there are times where if a person is really nice, like, when I was at Ralph's, and I, hopefully I don't get sued for this, but, like, if the person is really nice, like, if they were really cool, um, like, there was one time where, like, you know when, like, like this woman and this, uh, when people get different sandwiches, I put his or hers instead of putting their names or anything. And this girl, like, it was this girl and guy, and, like, this girl freaked out and thought it was the cute, like, she's taking pictures, right? And it was, like, that. then I had the next, literally the right after that was the, the reason why I brought that up is because I want to explain this guy, intro him. And he comes in, and he's, like, the rudest person, one of the rudest people I've ever, still Just to this get day. that contrast. And, and so... I charged like he wanted all these add-ons that usually like 
if the person's really nice, I wouldn't charge slide. them for it. Yeah, I let them yeah. slide. And then, like, dude, I charged them shit for this sandwich. This is like a fifteen dollars sandwich. By the time I was done with it, and I was like, but uh, he, um, but I thought about like this, the little. I talked about that lady and the little power that you do when you have like, you're working at. It doesn't matter what job it is. I mean, you're you're just sitting there and. It bring, it's kind of petty. You see the hope. You see the hope leave yeah, their eyes. Yeah. Or, well, even if, like, like for me, like, when I get to, like, if the person's kind of, like, if I'm in a position to win no matter what, and then, like, it could be at my work right now or it could be at Ralph's or when I was, you know, when I was at Angel Stadium or any job, it, if you get those people where they're really rude and you get to make it where they don't get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just like, there's there's just like, I, I, ultimate satisfaction. it is, there's something about it that like, because I'm, I, I'll be nice to a certain point, but then when you get to just take it away from them, like that ruined kind of their experience a little, like I take pride in that a lot. Yeah. I, would, I would say any place you go that serves or it provides any type of service, man, I have to say being nice up front, like has paid off yeah, so big for, sure. for me in the past. Like, yeah. With them, like he said, like don't worry about it. Like they comp stuff, you know, they're they're fine with it. Or even when I just went to Vegas on Vegas vacation, um, there was a gentleman there, and he he asked me like if I had a penny, and I wouldn't I would get like that way I wouldn't get ninety nine cents back or whatever. And uh, I told him no, sorry, I don't have a penny. But like him and I were chatting it up while he was serving us, um, so I, I told him no. He ended up giving. He's like, don't worry about it. I got you, man. He ended up giving me a full dollar back, but he gave me like a lucky like dollar coin. I still have it till this oh, day. I'm oh, like, nice. this is gonna be my lucky coin now every yeah. time I go to Vegas. So it was cool. He like yeah. made my night memorable. Going, I was like, man, he could have been total douchebag there. Go, going the extra mile for for cool people or nice people and like respectful people, like it's it feels good. Yeah. And uh, just denying and just doing the bare minimum for people that are rude is real. It's like, you know, I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm hitting a, you know, beating a dead horse, but it just feels so good. It we, does. Had, we had a friend, so I had a friend when I was at Ralph's, and um, they they were out to get him, and he he worked. Uh, I worked in the service deli, but um, this other friend worked in the front, like where you get your groceries mm-hmm. or you go through your groceries, and he got an onion rings. And usually, what he does is he pays. Normally, he pays when he's done. Mm-hmm. So go outside, then he'll bring back the 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 um, barcode, scan it, and then pay. Normally, wow. normally that's pretty right? flexible. Well, so, like, our uh, manager was out to get him, and I remember her, like, running out to get him, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I was like, take a picture of it. And he took a picture. But, like, I, I wouldn't – I was thinking about the things I've done where, like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a really good person you really like. Like, and he was a really – at the end of the day, like, he, he might have done some shady stuff. But, like, he was a good dude, like, yeah. when it came to it. He sent me a picture, and it had the barcode, and I punched it in, and I put, I paid. So it looked like he paid for it. I paid, and I had their seat, and she was, like, bringing him to the to uh, the store. It's called the store director. And he, or that's what the props calls him, the top dude there. And uh, they were, uh, she, uh, she was bringing him to it. And I was I was like, hey, he, he paid, here's his receipt. And she, like, looked at me. And I had a good relationship with her, too. And she's just chilling there, and, um. Even even like people I've had had the opportunity where like, where you have the ability to, to tank them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where like there was a guy they they I know this was really bad, but he would steal a lot out of the cash register, mm-hmm. and I like, we didn't have a good camera system at all. So at that point at that point in time, and I I didn't say anything, I wouldn't say anything, and I just kind of let it be. Well, they could never get him on this, and it was amazing they got the store. Dude, I should you not. I get a call at like seven in the morning from this guy, and I not from this guy from my again from my, my manager. And she's like, did you take, and Ralph's, 
I don't know if they have them anymore, but they had these bomb po- um, baked potato things that you, they were like loaded, like loaded, like cr- they're really good. Like one of the best you ever had. And we would make them and they sold like really well. And one was missing and she's like, did you t- like take it? And she's like, she, I don't want to say the guy's name, but she's like, did he take it? And I was like, I, I won't say like, there, I was like, there's, I'll just say, I won't, I didn't take it. That's all I'll say. And, and she's like, did you see him take it? And I said, I'm not. I said I plead the fifth. I said I. I said I didn't. I don't know. And and like even if I did know, I wouldn't say anything. And and like I think about that like good karma is like, even with people where they might have been. Because like, I look at like like certain organizations like like the ones I work for where they're just big companies mm-hmm. and it's like, you know what I mean at the end of the day. But like yeah. you look out for I, those like people like because they you know they they may not have been like I look at my you, we talk about the friends that do going back to that conversation my like and you talked about caring so much right like with caring like that comes from i feel like family like caring about those things but some people didn't have that and you feel like if people get that little bit of help that could send them in the right direction in life yeah but yeah i also didn't like being a snitch or being labeled as a snitch so like at sears when uh you know the guys down in delivery or whatever it's where they would take out the tvs the laundries to the the washers and dryers to like the the people's cars they would just pull it up at pickup um those guys downstairs literally the whole crew they approached me one time because i worked in electronics and they wanted me to like help steal stuff and i told them no i said and i also don't want to know what the fuck you guys are yeah, doing because yeah, i seriously. know you guys yeah. are doing something shady because our numbers don't make sense every night and i said i'm not gonna bring it to the attention but i'm just gonna <laughs> you guys just leave me the fuck out of it that's yeah. all i said i said i'm not gonna snitch on you or nothing i said but i i don't want to see nothing i don't want to hear nothing and i said i don't want to be any part of this well a couple weeks later they they all quit because they got caught they, they got caught well it started with ipods and i think i told you guys a story Damn, about dude. the tvs they would they would put the tv they would put the tvs as if uh they were throwing them out in the dumpster like the boxes like they're just empty boxes but mm-hmm. they would put tvs in them instead and they were throwing them in the dumpster but at the angle that the camera was at it looked like it was going in the dumpster but they're just tossing it on the side of it and someone was picking it up and looting them. Oh my god! Yeah, and so that's they didn't even get in trouble though because they just quit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so pretty nutty. So I think the statute of limitations on potato theft are up. <laughs> <laughs> Did he steal that potato? Uh, he got he ended up getting fired, but I don't remember. Um, it's, it's inevitable. It's actually funny. He lived where your parents lived, and I would drive him every night because all the way out there yep i would drop him off wow. it was kind of yeah like i i always felt you never came him, to like, say hi interesting actually no a lot of times <laughs> i crash on the weekends <laughs> yeah i did work 32 hours there like during high school but i would i would crash on the weekends at your yeah. at your place yeah, yeah. during that those are, those are those are fun yeah that's fun that was kind of the that's actually i think how it first started was oh i'm, I'm going to visit uh i'm hanging out at a buddy's house and then he's like oh where's he live and then he's like can you, can you give me a ride it, and then it like became this thing where man, you always. You, I feel like anywhere like you go at a, like a workplace, like at a, like a grocery store, or like even at Sears, I had someone like that too, because he would take the bus. Out? Yeah. Yeah, but he was the one stealing everything from our department. <laughs> yeah. His name was Richard, and he actually worked in electronics, right? So not only was the guys downstairs at delivery stealing shit, but one guy in our own fucking department, electronics, was stealing stuff too. Because we always thought he brought a backpack because he had to take the bus all the time um, for his shifts. So he always kept the backpack in, like, the manager's office. But it was, like, years later, later, he finally got caught, and they fired him. It was even after, like, I quit. 
and I got word of it, like, from one of my buddies that was still working there. He's like, dude, Richard got fired. Like, he was stealing all this shit from us. I'm like, damn. And he never said a word. He was so quiet. Mm-hmm. I think out of, like, I've worked there for, like, a year, year and a half or something. I maybe had one conversation with him. That was Damn, it. that's pretty, that's ancient. Guy was then, yeah. quiet. Quiet as fuck. Maybe that's why Sears went under. <laughs> that's definitely not the only reason but hundreds of hundreds of richards i have to say though whenever people came to sears electronics like the tv department they were always blown away because they never expected the level of service and knowledge that we had we would actually have like internal training on tvs like what's the next thing coming up what are the specs and why is it beneficial versus this or that and we learn about cameras home theater systems people don't know that about sears like they would yeah. it, it, it would piss me off because i started off at a point where People would come use us as guinea pigs and then get it somewhere cheaper, right? So I ended up leveraging uh, price matching. I found out Sears offered price matching. They just never told us. Mm. So I'd price match, and then you get another 10% of whatever the difference is. So if it's like a $100 difference from another store that I'm price matching, you get another $10 off. Saves you some tax or whatever, right? People ate that shit up all day long. It got so bad that like someone way up in corporate called down on our store specifically and said, this employee number, and it was my employee number, is using our price matching way too much where we're losing margins now. I didn't give a fuck because I was selling. I was Here's making deals. Right? Yeah. Were you getting commissions or anything? Yeah, I was oh. getting paid. So I didn't care. Like, who cares? I'm still winning the business. Why but they you? cared because, like, I was well, price matching everything. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like – if it's not advertised, then it you, you can clearly tell – that the employee's saying something. It's like it's like that scene from the. Incredibles. I would literally walk the client. We'd walk to one of the computers available at our electronics store. I would literally surf the web with them. If they knew where it was, I would go to the website and price match it for them. And I, I would print that copy, use it as evidence, saying like they, you know, this mm-hmm. is the price they told me from the website. Picked it up, good to go. But if I don't sell, the main thing that Sears made all their money on was their warranties, right? So if I didn't, if I sold TVs, I'm still making commission. Right, but if I don't sell warranties, Sears isn't really making anything now. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like that scene from Incredibles, where uh, he uh, Mr. Incredibles working for the insurance agency, uh-huh. and he's like helping out. Like they were gonna decline the ladies, the ladies claim or whatever, but he's like, oh, but it, it kind of fits in this loophole or whatever, and he's like, don't go to this lady on this floor where they will definitely oh, pretty not, much where yeah. they won't help you, and then she's <laughs> they, pretty much yeah, because there would be even people like coming back uh, as Sears customers. And they would pick certain sales reps because they knew we would, like, we wouldn't give a shit. Like, yeah. we would hook them up. So, yeah. Yeah. And tape soccer ball in the microwave section. There would be a, a wall of microwaves in Sears. And when it was dead, like, the economy was dipping and everything, we made a huge, like, tape ball, soccer ball. And we, we'd try and open only certain microwaves on the wall, like, high and low. <laughs> and oh. see who could get kick it in the microwave, right? It was good times at Sears, man. Jeez. Good times at Sears. What's we that? also we also had yeah. porn on at late times. It would come on by accident, and we didn't realize. Oops. And then it forecasts like on all the TVs on the back too. It's like that uh, uh, Bad Boys too. <laughs> Pretty much, had, yeah. When they're having that like intimate conversation. Yeah. yeah. When you ride forty year old virgin, if you don't take this Michael McDonald CD <laughs> out of the TV, <laughs> I'm gonna come back, kill everyone oh, in the man. store, and shoot myself. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could go that far. Those videos were actually pretty nice. Yeah. Wait, which ones? The porno or the Michael McDonald DVD? No, the, Ma- <laughs> the Michael McDonald ones. <laughs> Man, those are good times. Yeah. Hopefully, serious. Well, boys, I think uh, I think that's uh, I think that's gonna be a wrap for this week. Uh, 
like always, I appreciate spending my time with you boys. And I appreciate getting to see you guys. And I appreciate getting to talk with you guys. It's always a good time. Yeah, there's, same. there's never, Hello. never a dull. <laughs> there's never a dull moment uh, amongst this group, and that is for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm counting down the weeks until uh, I will be back. It'll be it'll be just like week one with the podcast, and yes. uh, the four amigos will be reunited uh, all in the same room. Cannot wait. What do we have so, for next week for our segments? What's that? What are what are next next week segments for the for the pod? For, uh, for that is a great question. Well. Let's pull let's pull those up and we'll give a, we'll give a sneak peek for next week. <laughs> next week we got uh, Yahoo questions. Oh, yeah. bringing it back! Yes, <laughs> cannot wait. Bring it back. Uh, so we got Yahoo questions, and then we've got uh, our next segment is: Are you cultured or just American? <laughs> That'll be a good one for sure. Oh, yeah, man, which you'll have to wait till next week to find out, everybody. So cannot wait. But boys, it's been a great time. Uh, obviously, it feels a little bit different be- doing it on Thursdays some days, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I look forward to <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, we're like, oh man, we gotta wake up. Uh, well, you, you say the W word. I know, right? But there's not that many uh, look- vibes, though. Yeah. True, true. No, uh, honestly, it makes it makes it go by faster. Like I know for sure I'll have an easier day tomorrow. Yeah. So. True that. But uh, I look forward to the nightmares, uh, crap situation. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I think you just need to. I think you just need to sign off on this week and move past it and get yeah. get through another Monday. How much would it have taken you if if I were to put money on the table? How much would it have taken you to jump into that water and like what the and hell? then go into the bath? No way! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> okay, how about this? Are we baking in? Are we baking in uh, any medical medical expenses? Because there will be yeah, some. all yes. covered, all covered aside. Okay. All, okay. But do you want those medical issues? Is no. the question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want that uh, that realistically covered, not, yeah, to jump like and just splash? Oh. splash no, no, no. Like oh you're God, like no, you're like he's you're talking doing, about bathing. You're like, dude, dude, you ever thing. seen how the synchronized swimmers? <laughs> Oh man! Oh no! Yeah, you're like you're gonna do that, Dude. like do the. Oh my the, god! So yeah. you just be like Joe Dirt and just saying that you got the poo on you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a space. A lot. Was he? That, that's a space. What does he say? That's a space peanut. He's, yeah. yeah. See right there. Yeah, that's peanut dead giveaway. You were eating off of it. Yeah. <laughs> you had, like the ketchup on the on the yeah. dirt. Do you actually have a price for that? I'm thinking about it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Probably just like making an even mill. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll just go, I go even really low. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you'd be yeah. real. You're being realistic. Like, yeah. I really, probably realistically wouldn't do it. But like, if you give me like, you know, I think I don't the know. Lowest I'm I just go, saying. Lowest I go, probably. Do you have to put any of it in your mouth? No, no, no. Okay. No, you can. I'll even give you this. You can put goggles on, earplugs, okay. and something over your mouth so it doesn't go. And anywhere. maybe something to protect your mm-hmm. penis from getting like some type of weird virus. Yeah. It's called a condom. It's called a condom. Yeah. You want to cross streams? Two hundred thousand. If I if I'm all if I'm all blocked out. I was gonna say if you put a hundred k here, it's pretty tempting. I'll do ten. Ten grand. Ten grand. Wow. You win. I guess. At least go for fifty, buddy. Yeah, not tax. I would do ten grand. Honestly, I would stop him. Yeah. At that, I would be his negotiator. Like, no, we gotta push for fifty at least. Because I didn't. Well, like, I'm not. We'll pull our money together to get you half of that and not (laughs) do it. You're just pooping in a. a... (laughs) 
in a bathtub. <laughs> and you're like, split, like you're peeing and mixing that in there and water. It's like God. you're just pouring buckets of water in there. It's so like, it splashes. It's like why is there macaroni? We were so close. We were so close to signing off. Corn. Man, even Joe Rogan wouldn't have approved this fear factor. Fear was no we almost got away. Yeah. All right, boys. I had to ask it because I was thinking about it the whole time. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for tonight's episode. You can always catch us live on Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch at Junto with no spaces. And just in case you happen to not catch the live stream on Twitch, you can check out a full video podcast on our YouTube page. If you liked any of our segments and you want to add to those, always comment and like on our YouTube and Reddit pages. And as always, thank you from all of us at Long Live Juntel.